All right, here we are. Episode. Hello. What are we on? Episode nine now. Yeah, episode nine. That's the one we're on, right? Don't everybody answer at once. Yeah, yeah thanks, <laughs> we're doing. We got Jim back in the studio with us finally, which is a nice uh, re-edition. Having the the Jiminator. His chair was losing its groove. Yeah. Was it? Was it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, episode nine. We're gonna have uh, Ryan Lutz on, fresh from the Dirt Nitro Challenge. It'll be nice to talk to him. You know, see how all that uh, all that week of racing went uh, for him. Uh, I had his results somewhere here. I might have closed the window by accident. And then, uh, of course, we're going to cover the race results from Casey Hobbies, um, which we were there on Saturday, all three of us. Uh, Mike and I using our new MKS servos in our buggies, which I loved very much. They were very, very, very nice. So, yeah, that's pretty much what we're going to do. Might get into some other stuff. We'll see uh, how much time we have tonight, and we're going to try and make this one actually... Uh, Reasonable on time, if you want to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I'm just looking through the results. Yeah, no, you're over there concentrating. Multitask, my friend. Multitask. It's all good. You got those things up. Sure did. You want to start? Sure. So we will start with uh, stock buggy aiming. Man, I love stock buggies. Well, <laughs> ours aren't truly stock. No, close but enough, but. So, uh, stock buggy aiming. Uh, Matt, you came fifth. Yes, I did. Did you see the video? No. That's up of all the. Uh, I don't want to <laughs> see how many. I know. Thanks for telling me. Sixteen <laughs> flips. Matt, there's a video on YouTube about it. <laughs> Who put the YouTube up? Uh, Jason? Jason did. Oh, that means the four wheel drive short course one's probably up, isn't it? If if you YouTube it, uh, it says uh, Frank for the win. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the short course ones up too. If if there's four views in the short course, three of the three of those are mine. Then uh, stock buggy B main, uh, Jim, you came second, I came third. Ooh, rivalry, love it. Oh, I was almost catching up to you there. Well, you you got flipped on your yeah. Well, you I flipped over upside. Down. I traction rolled and then the marshal. Excuse me, I'm kind of kind of stuffed up in the nasal here. The the marshal picked me up and put me back on my lid. Nice. I was kind of like, uh, <laughs> dude, uh, that's not going to help. So I ended up. And then if. And then I, I think I passed you right then when that happened. Oh, yeah. You blew past me like <laughs> a tor- tornado. <laughs> and I just, oh, I was so mad. So I just bit, her, bit my upper lip. I bit the upper lip. Some, some and I just good. cranked down. And I was catching you. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know what I was on. <laughs> and if there would have been, like, I, I, uh, no, I'm not going to say because there's that whole. What are the best excuses you've heard on the track post on, what was it, on the RC Racers of Michigan? Uh, <laughs> all I know is there was about three million posts on there oh, of all yeah. different excuses. excuses. <laughs> <laughs> but if I would have had two more laps, I bet you. Oh, no doubt. If I could have kept it clean, too, that was the other problem. I get all nervous. Where did you find these videos, Jim? Uh, go on YouTube. Go uh, Casey Hobbies. Right there, yeah. Then click that, and then go to... Uh, when you can put it by week or month, but this week. Nice. And it should say Frank for the win right in the video description. None of us were in novice, which no. we probably should have been. <laughs> Stadium truck, Jimbo, third place. Nice, with no foams. No foams. Did K-Lark or Kurt, uh, yeah, Curtis have foams? Yeah. Th- I think, I think uh, K-Lark or Clark did no, for no, sure. No, no, it's K-Lark. That's how it is. <laughs> if the if they didn't have foams, they had some kind of funky tire that hmm. was just... 
hooking up like crazy. I know we're being kind of biased to the MBM podcast. We're just going to try to get through this. Four-wheel drive buggy. Oh, God. What a mistake running seven buggies on that track. Yeah, you're telling me. Oh, man. Uh, Matt took third. I took fourth. And Jim took fifth. So it was a three, four, five for us. That'll do. Eh, it is what it is. I don't. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Then Jim started cleaning house in stock short course with an A main finish, of first. Yeah, she she was dialed in uh, that day. And then there was the stock short course B main. Nobody. Uh, well, not nobody, but there was people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was in that. <laughs> Four wheel drive. Short course. Oh, man. That was fun to watch. We'll just post the link and everybody can watch. That's all I'm going to say about that. It was me, Matt, and Sean. Me and Matt just started doing ridiculous things, it. including jumping into the bathroom. I <laughs> I, uh, I had a couple uh, seven-second laps. Good times. Matt had a couple seven-second laps, too. In which? <laughs> oh no, sorry, that's me. <laughs> In four wheel drive buggy or short course? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because we were cheating. No, that's what I mean. <laughs> there's a couple in there where uh, you still cut the track and it was still faster than you. Then there's a couple 31 seconders in there. Oh, that was just fun. Anyways, continue on here with mod short course. Mr. Jim Buchanan took a first again. And that's it. Feels like there should have been more, but there's not. No. Because they don't run the super stock. Yeah. Good day racing. I'd have to agree with Matt. The, those servos were definitely uh, good. I enjoyed mm-hmm. them. I mean. It was, it was good, too, because of the, lo- the lack of people, because it was so cold. didn't show up, so. Well, and then I'm going to be the one to bring this up. Casey was saying something about people were complaining about the marshalling. Now, <laughs> we, always oh, get here into we, go again. we always get into this conversation of the marshalling. And I'm just like, really? Is that the truth? No. I, I I think when people, when you race after people go in Marshall, I'm, I might take a little time unplugging my battery, but something no, 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 but, that but, everyone but, does. But Casey had mentioned outright and said people didn't come because of poor marshalling. I mean, no. I don't think the marshalling is that bad. No, it's just some people, people can't afford it, A. It's too darn cold to get up in the morning. Yeah, at, uh, I, 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 I yeah. Four, some people get up at four in the morning. You know, there's a whole list of marshalling. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, to not come because of poor marshalling seems kind of. No, I, don't I hope that's not the not what the not the it. case. Oh, uh, I. I mean, no one's getting called out for not marshalling. I don't think. Well, it wasn't not marshalling. It was the the, the lack. quality of marshalling. Yeah. I think that was what you know. What was you mean getting placed on your lid? Yeah, yeah, like that kind <laughs> of thing. Like I don't even think that kid was racing. I think he was just there. I don't even know. I've never. I've, he he kind of shot it, but he spinned his wrist too. Well, yeah, I, it, it was an honest mistake. He yeah. he grabbed it. He was trying to flip it quick, and it, it turned out to be. Well, and I did it at the one race. I wouldn't apologize. And then he walked away from it. That was what the problem was. He did it so quickly and turned around, and then I had to kind of do the dude, and then yeah. he turned. You know, it was. It was it was a good like ten seconds on on the lid. <laughs> you know, it was kind of kind of crappy. But yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not gonna not go because of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess again, we just gotta kind of reinforce that uh, they're toy cars, people. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, like don't don't not come <laughs> racing because of marshalling. <laughs> I know it's frustrating, but holy cow! When when Casey said that, I just kind of had to do my shake my head and Double open. Take. Yeah, like I was uh, like, they're lost. They're lost. They don't want to come racing because of something like that. Then well, no, yeah. but I mean that's Casey's club's loss too, though, right? Or, or true, tr- you know, track. I mean. I look forward to the competition. The competition's what makes me want to go faster. True. You know. But yeah, the servos felt good. I yeah. uh I really like You it. know, I mean it was interesting, uh, to say the least. Lots, uh, of, lots I of speed and power. I, I just I don't even know how to describe it. Com- com- compare it to your your Protec. Like so the Protex Which are strong and fast. Yeah, I I gotta I want to say they're smoother. You're the MKS. The MKS yeah. like so the MK like let's just for everybody listening MKS, his background is plane like flight yeah a- anything that flies helis helis planes, planes yeah. you know that's kind of more I think they're now they're they're reaching out into the car the market. RC car market yeah so they've taken their their stuff and speaking with the distributor in North America. Uh, where the where the difference is, and I didn't understand this until it was kind of explained, was it's the potentiometers in them. It's the way it reads the signal coming from the receiver, and it all has to do with different frequencies. Uh, I like to throw in something here. When I first saw them, they they were for uh, rock crawlers, like the front winch. They were adapted. For Adapted, adapted for that. For that? Well, and you know why, eh? Because they're they're cyclic or cyclic. Cyclic. They, they yeah. all spin 360 degrees. Yeah. So there's they don't have those stops in them. There's yeah. this video on YouTube that you can buy from RPP Hobby. Yep. Of it picking up 80 pounds off the floor, like it's it's bolted to the table. <laughs> it's picking up 80 pounds and do, then slowly do. lowering it down. So if you have a rock crawler, say that's 10 pounds, it'll definitely suck it out. Easy. Of yeah. Well, you're gonna have resist- resistance and, and of. I, uh, I, I, I talked to Thomas today, uh, which he's the North American distributor MKS, um, and I let him know your dur- durability testing them at seven point four volts. <laughs> what did he say? Strongly recommends against it. <laughs> he said seven volts isn't too bad. Like he said, a fully charged Lifey or Life Pack is uh, seven point four, but it drops fairly quickly. Oh from yeah, the, for sure. You know, so he didn't say that they're going to explode, but he was like, yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> recommend it. I'm gonna have to find out. From Tekin, why you can't? You can't even from within the app on the computer. Eh? It's six volts or, or seven point four. Now I ran both mine at six, and I love them. Now I'm running the twelve fi- the DS twelve fifties. You're running the DS twelve forties. There's a little bit of difference in the spec. Um, the twelve fifties are a little faster than the twelve forties, um, but I loved it. Even at six volts, um, they seemed like I said. I just I've never you know just the the, the fine touch to them well, was it, was where i really really noticed it just that little bit mm-hmm. you know what i mean well that that goes back to the whole potentiometer thing yeah. that, that, that the electronics that converts your steering on your res- transmitter to left or right uh the one thing i found is is holy moly do you ever have to set your epas because they're the the cyclic yeah <laughs> did you have that too where like the thing just wants to just Oh no! Put, yeah, put, well, no. Put the steering, <laughs> like until you adjust your EPAs, <laughs> you could like literally just turn your tires like ninety. Like you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like oh, it, boy, it yeah, will I break things. If you oh yeah, I was like holy moly! But like honest to God, the biggest thing for me is the price. 
like the, but what for, you're paying for them versus they are what an, you get. Mm-hmm. In, in my opinion, they're an exceptional servo for the, the price. price. For for a budget-minded racer who wants good hardware in their buggy or in their truck or whatever they're putting it in, you cannot go wrong with getting these servos. Well, you just you can't. I, I, I think the better part is, is the customer service that's behind it. That too. To me, that's the biggest part. You know, like, so, for example, one of these MKS servos replaced a ProTech that, excuse me, wouldn't go back to center properly. Yeah. And I, and it was Matt that figured it out when he was doing the setup station. He's like, dude, this thing won't go back. And I'm like, you know, that explained, and it was just that little bit. Like, it wasn't a lot. No, but it was always either left or right. Or right. It was like, never if you turn right, it, when it went back to center, it stayed just, just a, a hair midget. right. Yeah. And I was fighting it with my sub trim. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be like, oh, why is it always? Because, you know, tracks are usually kind of more right-hand turns or more left-hand turns. Yeah. So I would get it. And I was like, okay, it's not too bad right now. But it would always kind of just want to dart one way or the other, no matter what I did. Well, and then watching you after I spend all that time setting them up on the setup station, then he's he's taking the wrench. And I know how little of a movement on the turnbuckle really oh, changes them. Just and he's going, <laughs> like three. I'm like, holy dude, that was like 10 <laughs> degrees. Slow down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'd look at it. He'd have one tire straight. The other one kind of cocked in. It's oh, like, oh, just it was it was driving me nuts. And it just, <laughs> again, I don't, nothing against ProTech and, and whatnot. It's just. I paid more for the ProTech, and these servos beat it. They don't beat it in speed specs, but you don't need a servo moving at point zero four of a second. No. It's too fast. Yeah. I had to dummy down my steering speed to, like, 50%. Yeah. So, it, I mean, is 50%, if it's a point four, does it become a point eight? I think it's actually more than that. Well, but but everybody's a little different, Everyone's right? Everyone's different. That, that's, that's the thing. Like... I was running a, a ProTech as well on my four-wheel drive uh, buggy, and I think it was a little faster. Now, I never turned it down, um, but what I did notice with having the MKS in there, that I wouldn't uh, oversteer too much. Well, it, I had it's a less few, twitchy. I had a few instances of oversteering, but I think it was because the foam tires just hooked up on the carpet just the right way, and it, it really turned the turn made the car turn. So, um, I just... You don't want to sound like you're trying to put a product over too much, and I think I, I don't want people to think that's what we're intending to do here. We're just we both were really impressed with uh, the product in itself. Well, I'll, let's let's just step, take you know step back. We get asked a lot, you know, what 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 would what's I need a new servo? What would you get? Like, well, bam, well, well, no. The the reality is is the next question that I the first question I ask back is how much do you want to spend? If you tell me, well, I'll spend two hundred dollars on servo. Okay, we'll go buy a Futaba. Yeah. The reality is, is you're gonna get probably a, a good servo, mm-hmm. but a good servo from Futaba is gonna cost you one hundred and fifty, one hundred and sixty, one hundred and seventy dollars. Why would you want to spend double the money on a Futaba if you could buy this, and it's just as good, if not better? You know, I don't know if you, if you got money to burn when they're their X6 line comes out there's there's where you want to go with the brushless ones they've got lots of options uh, to, to spend more money uh, I think uh-huh. I think in the car market though um, you can buy an X8 and put it in a 10 scale well true you can you can <laughs> it's a little <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean 
you could basically remove cinder blocks off the track and yeah. you know <laughs> and, and you get stuck between the wall and the in the the jump you'll move the jump over before uh <laughs> oh yeah oh. well actually i think you'd snap something a, a plastic hub something ridiculous i mean yeah it's e- possible. even with the 850 you're talking 345 ounces i mean you you don't even need that in eight scale really mm, well no so no, let's put it as nice that's a bit much and I mean, if you really want to step your game up, you can go to the 860 with 437 ounces. Now we're talking. Move. You can move a house. Let's do it. Yeah. Well. What are you doing over there, dude? <laughs> just I think he done. just realized what he was doing, and he's like, "Oh crap!" I did, and, it. I did it quick. And they do sell, like they do, like the 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 thing with the X6 is, and, and again, I don't know off the top of my head. It has a bigger spline, output spline. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you got to make sure if you end up going with one, he has he has them oh, the yeah. arm on the site. So make sure you grab one of the arms too to go with yeah. it. You know, so I mean, again, it, it's like anything. I, I think the prices are comparable to anyone else. Again, to me, it's the the service. Yeah, that, that's absolutely. The, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. You can if you can get the phone number. Or with emails, regardless, however you want to deal with with uh, mksservosusa.com. Thomas, he's uh, I think he's a pretty much a one man show that that uh, runs his stuff there, and you know he'll talk to you. He'll explain. You ask questions. You say that's how I've found out. So I've had an understanding to servos, and then I talked to him for like three hours one day. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And oh, just, I know. I've been there. <laughs> the understanding, though, right? Like, the guy is just a wealth of information. Yeah. And if you're into planes or helicopters or foamies, as they call them, man, this guy, I'm telling you, this guy is the guy to talk to. Like, yeah. he is just, he has done it all. He's been there. He's done that. Uh, he knows a lot of the names in 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 both. Like, like he knows, talking to him, he knows Brandon Road there from yeah. Live RC. Yeah. He knows... Um, uh, Tim Smith, obviously. Obviously, yeah. You yeah. know, uh, um, he knows Dakota. He's talked to Dakota. I think Mayfield, I think he's had conversations with. You know, they're not the best of friends because they're in kind of two different worlds. But yeah. they all know each other, right? Yeah. And yeah. I'd, I'd like to add, too, he's no slouch in uh, flying either. No. No, Thomas? Yeah. Oh, my God, no. This uh, It's just unreal. It, it's amazing how connections to people can happen. Yeah, and yeah. And the good things that come out of it. And I am 100% on board you know, I will stand behind this product, and yeah, I'm the I'm the same, same you know, way at this point. Obviously, the more we use them, I think the more fond of them we're going to get, which is hard to think yeah. that we could be more happy with them than we currently are. But well, uh, it's just like look at what we've done. We've gone through the ones that come in the cars, junk that are like RTR servos, two kg, three kg. Basically, the first bump you hit, the thing explodes. Yeah. Then I went down the Spectrum line. Nothing against Spectrum. Nope. I used a few of them. I just, I don't know. I've had so many problems with Spectrum. It's a personal experience. I think the radios, radio equipment, you have to separate from the servos because the you, servos you know are bad. Had, I had a uh, a sixty forty yeah. in my two wheel drive short course truck since I blew up. But the when one I that changed with it. from the Spectrums to the Protex, I noticed the difference. Yeah, true. And then now going from Protec into these MKS servos, I noticed another difference th- yeah. to the better. You know. And 
I don't know. I just, like I said, I mean, we're kind of we, ranting and raving about it. And what, it just, what are we trying to get at? What we're trying to get at, listen, if you're in the market for a servo. Let us know. Send over, go over to mksservousa.com, check out their product line, see what they have. I don't care what you're doing, they have a servo for you. Don't tell me they don't, because they do. They got the DS1220s, which are a great uh, budget servo for somebody building uh, like a Axial G6 SCX10. Um, you can put them in a wraith. Those things are rated ridiculously. Yeah, the whole 12 series is, it's all the same. Yeah, the DS12, and the but they also have the HV Which is the series, high voltage the high ones. Voltage ones. So you can, y- that's almost what I should have bought instead of the uh, the six points. You know what, I'm just going to put them to six volts and, and, and leave it as it is. Yeah, I don't it, think for for... For like what I, we're like doing. I said, for for you you won't notice a massive big difference. No. They they they're very nice at six volts. But anyways, to to kind of finish my train of thought there, any of the the DS12 series servos, they're all the same. The bodies, the motors, the the electronics. Um, the only thing that change well, the, obviously the motors are a little bit different because the specs change. Yeah. But they're all uh, uh, this part of the same family. Yeah. So they 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 took it, they perfected it, and then they just made the the the, the twenty, thirty, forty, and fifty. And the th- only thing that changes is the specs. It could even be the same motors. It could just be the way it outputs it. It's possible. I, I, th- I, like I think I, I, th- I think that's what it is. I think they're all the same, and just the gearing's different on all of them. Yeah, that could be it too. I think. Don't mark. Don't take my yeah. word for it. That's something we'd have to ask Thomas. It was something that I discussed with him at some point, but yeah. the conversation sometimes goes so long with him. <laughs> unless know. you record them, you forget some of it. But um, yeah, to wrap that up, yeah. check out mksservosusa.com. Message us uh, on the MBM podcast page. You can message us personally. Yeah, whichever you want to do. More well, than except ha- for Jim. Yeah, Jim. Jim. Yeah. Jim's <coughs> out of the loop. You're just off the... Off, off the, the grid. grid. I live in a shack. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I'd be more than happy to help anybody. I'm yeah. sure Matt would be the same way. You know, we can, you know, if, if, if you're not comfortable with talking to, you know, to Thomas, we'll talk to him for it, whatever. Yeah. Whatever it takes. You know, I want to see more people. I'm going to, you know, I'm not paid or anything like that. I'm I'm saying this on my own, yeah. own free word. Same you here. Know. And uh, I just hope that uh, going forward. I can't wait. I, I want the summer to get here now. Yeah, summer. Come on. <laughs> I talked to Thomas about the X6s, and I said, I want to switch my 8-scale stuff. Well, I think my and goal... And he said to me, he goes, get the X8s. Well, yeah. <laughs> What's funny is, is the discussion I had with him today, they're getting ready to launch the X6 uh, soon um, platform of servos. And, and you know, I, I really like the, the DS12s, the 1250s that I have. Uh, I've got nothing wrong with them. Um, but I might move all my stuff over to the X6s just because they're brushless, they're high voltage. You know what I mean? They're 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 really a, a re like you know what I mean? Like they're they're, they're well, a they're level. Like, they're the middle of the road. I think is kind of like I think that's what they're trying to do is is they've got their their standard servos as yeah. they were these with the DS series. Then they're gonna have the X6. Yeah. And then they're gonna have the X8s. Yeah. So you can, you know. And basically, all the X6 is is the X8 with a smaller spline. Yeah. You know, well, which will make it better for, like, the two-wheel drive buggy, the four-wheel drive buggy, yes. the, the short course track. Yeah, like you, you would never put an X8 in a two-wheel drive buggy. Well, you could if you really wanted to really be well, unique. you can rearrange the chassis plate with the servo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> especially imagine the, the, the 44 2 all carbon fiber. 
you put an X8 in it, you hit the wall, but you're turning at the same time. And all you do is, is you peel, peel the carbon fiber into two pieces. <laughs> right there. There you go. Uh, oh, yeah, that's make it bigger. Yeah, those aren't what you would want, though. But these are the horns for it, though. No, you can, you can get their servo, um, ones like ours that are direct bolt-ons, just with the whatever it is, 8 Oh, like you mean these? Yeah, yeah, you can get those. Yeah, but the other ones are prettier. Look. <laughs> Pretty. <laughs> well, Jim would love these. Look, Jim. Uh, it's got like the it's got your your deal yeah, and then I'll you actually screw your your uh, the, your, your yeah. horn onto the hub. Nice. Thomas also said he's going to work on his website here. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Ask uh, him about the wire length too. Yeah, that was something else that I noticed. You know what he said to do? What? Buy the connectors in the crimper? Yeah, and just cut it to length own? and put your your a new connector on the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's an option. Well, but and you know what? When he said that, it's like you know, for such a simple solution, I'm not surprised we didn't think of the simple way of doing. No, no. Well, no. I mean, I I did think of that, but I don't have the tools. Neither do I. There Neither it is, there, I. Jim. So this thing bolts. This thing screws to the spline, and then this. There's a picture of it somewhere altogether. Uh, yeah, I don't remember where. So, anyways, that's enough. I think on the. MKS servo. Yeah, uh, we'll. we'll <laughs> <laughs> Here's a half hour segment on uh, MKS. <laughs> Thomas, I hope you listen to this, and uh, I, I, I think we should get him on the podcast. Yeah, I'm sure we could talk to him at some <coughs> point. You know, we could just randomly call him. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise him. Hey, Thomas, uh, you're on the podcast right now. You free for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> he would. He would too. I know he would. The guy's so cool. Honest yeah. to God. I was talking to him today. He, Mike, I can hear him with the tape gun <laughs> taping the packages shut. It's like <laughs> <laughs> when he sent me that replacement spline. Yeah, he's he's. I, I, I was helping him with some stuff. Yeah, uh, computer wise, and he brings up his shipping problem. He's like, just type in your name and your address so I don't have to copy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, no. <laughs> you know, he's just he's so laid back and so honest and truthful. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, the guy's a straight shooter, and I admire that in people. Yeah. And he doesn't, like, he's not like, <coughs> he's not like the car salesman. You know, Matt, you need this servo. It is going to be blah, 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 blah. <coughs> he's just, he's honest. He'll tell you. Protech servo, he, he said it to me. He goes, I, I don't have anything against Protech or any of those guys, but I'm, my servos are better. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I got to agree with him now. You know, at first we just got to get Jim into a couple of them. Well, no, like at first you're kind of like, okay, maybe he's doing the salesman thing, you know, and then you get it and you're just like, oh my God. Hey, Jim, you remember wanting a low prof uh, profile servo for your 224? Mm -hmm. Oh, I can you. get you a super low profile that'll outperform that low profile one and not Probably. take a poo-poo take a on you. Probably. Yeah. We'll fix you up, Jimbo. Yeah, we'll have to try some. Jimbo Slice. Jimbo Slobby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that we're going to take a break. We're going to have Ryan Lutz on next. So stay tuned if you want to hear our interview with him. Okay, we are back from our short little break we have our guest on with us through skype um, mr ryan lutz i'm saying it right right ryan yes okay uh, i always do that i always keep on screwing up names like tim it's tunnerman but i kept saying tunerman and even still every once in a while i say tunerman and mike corrects me no tunerman so 
<laughs> trying not to completely screw up names. Uh, of course, we want to thank you for, for coming on. I'm not even going to call this an interview anymore because, uh, to me, an interview is way too formal. I think this is more just a chat. We like talking with our guests, and um, I don't know if you've listened to any of our podcasts. Sometimes we go really long, which we're trying to get away from because too many people are like, it's too long. So we're, we're making an attempt anyway. But, uh, again, thank you very much for taking some time to talk with us today. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate the time. You know, this should be fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, uh, Ryan, is Techno coming out with a one-tenth scale now that you're uh, there? Uh, their company line is they're a racing company building racing cars, and it's possible in the future. But at the moment, our focus is on the platforms they have and making a new revision for them. Excellent. Cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, because I think that's, I, I, that's the buzz I hear with a few guys that are... Uh, I think with with Techno, RJ Hart, uh, who's up in our area, uh, I know he runs Techno stuff. I've been talking with uh, Edwin as well a bit. I think RJ just went over to Techno. No, he's been running Techno for, well, he was running it last summer. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he was picked up by Techno. I don't know the whole conversation. Because he was selling a bunch of his low C8 scale stuff. Yeah. Because he was going Techno only. Hmm. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. I don't know. I like the Techno (laughs) stuff. I hate racing against the Techno four-wheel drive short course truck because it's just a tank yeah you're not breaking it <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that it just weighs so much more than my friggin associated four by four short course truck i get bumped out of the way really easily <laughs> so ryan um let's just take a step back here matt jumped in there uh up to his knees kind of just uh tell us about yourself you know give us your rc story you know from day one and what you remember and Okay. You know, well, f- just fill us in. Sure. I started when I was seven racing. Um, my dad's had a hobby shop my entire life, so I'd always been around the hobby. When I was really young, he used to lay me out in the front yard, and he had like a twin-engine monster truck that he had built, a USA 1, and he'd run me over with that. <laughs> so I've always been around it. Uh, starting at seven, started racing off-road at our local track and ran this stock truck in novice class and won my first year out in the novice class and then started running stock truck for like the next, I don't know, seven years or so until I was around 12 or 13 and then I, my dad took me to his friend's house. He used to go to his friends and had a little track through the trees in the backyard and I begged him that day to run his eight scale buggy and I promised I wouldn't crash it. <laughs> and he, he finally gave me a chance and I, I kept my word I didn't crash it. And so he got me one. So I started racing eight scale when I was 12. And then when I was 14, we went to the Kyosho Challenge, which was in Detroit, Michigan. And I finished second place against all the pros and everything else. And no one had really ever heard of me. And I actually had a shot at winning, but they gave me a stop and go because I roosted a marshal. Oh, come on. <laughs> Very oh. bony track, and I hit a rut. The track got extremely bumpy and ruddy, and I hit a rut, flipped off the track. The marshal put me down, and I got on the gas, and Zerk flew at him. And so <laughs> got black flag for, or whatever, penalized for that, and that, I only lost by five seconds. So that was oh. my difference maker. I think the the current announcer didn't want me to beat all the pros when no one had ever even heard of me or who I was. So that was my first big break. And after that race, 
uh, Kyosho and Mugen each offered me a 50% deal and we chose Mugen because they didn't require me to sign a contract. And at the same time, though, Richard Saxton was with Thunder Tiger and AE, but AE was just 10 scale back then, gas truck. And uh, Thunder Tiger portion was their 8 scale. And he offered me full ride, full travel for me and my dad to attend all the major races. And we turned that down because my dad didn't like the car. <laughs> well, at so, least he was honest. But, yeah, so we stuck with Mugen for seven years at the 50% level and until I finished college I went to culinary school for a year and so when I came back from that the pro series was kind of big and I did a pro series in the Midwest region and I won buggy and chuggy there and then the finals were in California so we flew out to California it was our first time west of the Mississippi and I, I think I might have TQ'd Truggy but I ended up finishing third and then in buggy I qualified well but had a issue in the main as well but that race kind of really opened the, my, the, some of the company's eyes, and I got a few offers after that event, and Kyosho offered me a full ride of travel. So I started with Kyosho uh, in the beginning of 2006, and at the time, I was working at the local bowling alley as the food and beverage manager because they were giving me some time off to race. And then about six months in, Kyosho asked me to go to a race, and I said I couldn't because I had to work. And they said, well, you should come out and work for us, and we'll give you all the time off you need to go race. Huh. And so I said, all right. Deal. So in a month, I was in California. Wow. Wow. So that then, happens. So funny, yeah. enou funny enough, you mentioned you went to culinary school mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, it turns out you, you worked somewhere incredibly close to where we live. Right, yep. Out on uh, Mackinac Island. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I had a bunch of choices of where I could do my externship at, and I ended up choosing Mackinac, so I spent four months up there working at Mission Point Resort, and it was awesome experience. And I've actually gone back two times since then for vacation with my family. Should make it a third time, and then you can meet us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, next time, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we're not too far. We're an hour. An hour, yeah. Well, that's where we normally go to race indoors on carpet yeah. all winter. One of the places. Just the other side of the bridge. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah, I had that kind of little brief conversation. Of, it's just it's just so cool to see that with these guys that are in 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 RC like this. Sometimes they're just they're so close. Like you don't mm -hmm. you don't think about it, right? right. Where, where's home? You live in California, or? Yeah, currently we're in Northern California in Roseville, which is about a half hour east of Sacramento. Uh, we've been here since last April. The prior year we were in Phoenix, and the year before that we were in El Dorado Hills, which is about 50 minutes east of Sacramento. So we move a lot. We're practically like a military moving family without being in the military. <laughs> it's not RC's, RC racing that's making you move, is it? No. Uh, we oh, live that's with good. My wife's parents, and we've kind of followed his job around recently, and that's kind of what's taken us where we've gone. So. We're actually thinking next year, possibly, or this year, depending how things work out, maybe going back to Southern California to Temecula. So that's what we're looking at at the moment. Hmm. Got to be close to the RC tracks, though. Yeah, well, I don't practice much. Most of the time, I'm, I just travel to these events, and my practice is the practice days at the events. Oh, wow. So, so I don't do a lot of testing, tuning. It's more just every single event's a new test session, you could say. 
So what you're trying to say is that uh, you don't need to practice like the rest of them. You're just good. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that where the Lutzenator came from? <laughs> no. Um, well, during the practice thing, I, was, I think I'm just fortunate since I've grown up around it my whole life. It's like riding a bike for me. So right. Where I, can, I can pick it up quickly and adapt really good. And because I run so many classes on so many different surfaces, I can just adjust really good. And then, regarding your other comments, uh, Luxinator came from Jamie Powell, and I don't know, he is, has fun with Photoshop, and one day he just put my face up with the Terminator and split it in half and called me the Luxinator. It's <laughs> because <laughs> you, don't, you don't sound too impressed by that. <laughs> That's where it came from, and kind of stuck, and it's kind of grown to be my moniker, I guess. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, he must like it a little bit because he did use Let'sNator.com as his website. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> so, Ryan, maybe uh, talk a little bit about the your new role with uh, Alpha. Because yeah. some people might be interested to, to know a little bit more about it. I know you made a statement about it and everything like that, like the official release, but uh, maybe give everybody that listened to the podcast uh, an idea what you do now for Alpha. Right. So three years ago, when we first came out with the Ryan Lutz Edition engine, Alpha allowed me to import my engine that had my signature on it and the pipe. And so that was kind of like my line. I had those two items and the parts to support those items. And then they allowed me to carry their clutch system. And then this year, not only did they allow me to be the team manager, which I've been able to assign Joe Bornhorst and Derek Weatherholt. But at the same time, I'm also helping to sponsor events around the country this year on behalf of Alpha. And because I, they did it before, but they don't really have the contacts I guess I have in the States. So I'm helping to support some regional series around the country and try, I'm liking this series idea because you get more races and a variety of racers at each event. And then now I also am able to carry the entire Alpha lineup. So I have all their engines, all their pipes, the clutches, all the parts for it on my website, Let's RC. And, it, you know, before I started Let's RC, like they, they're the ones that prompted me to do it. I was very hesitant. I have no business knowledge and I was afraid to do it because I have no help or guidance in it. But, you know, I. I've pushed through it over the last three years and it's grown very nicely and it's a nice little side income but it keeps me busy and it keeps my wife busy when I'm out traveling. Yeah. <laughs> I could bet. Well, for for my first introduction to Ryan, and Ryan, I, I don't know if you know anything about our podcast, but really... I'm fra like I don't know. Jim's been in it a lot longer with the scale crawlers and stuff like that. Mike and I kind of got into it at the same time, and, and this year is our first year really starting to pay attention to the community and to what's going on and and everything like that. So, my first interaction with you was uh, when you were doing your Boxing Day uh, deal stuff, which I thought it was funny because you're like, "Come on, let's make some deals, let's do some stuff." So, me being trying to be the funny guy that I'm being, send you a, a ridiculous message. <laughs> and from there, we, you know, we had a decent little chat and everything like that. And, and I started looking at these alpha engines and stuff like that. And they are some nice looking stuff. Yeah. Like they, they do really look and for, for the cost, like I, I've, I've seen what some guys have spent on, on, you know, competition, 
uh, engines and pipes and stuff like that. And, you know, you can go and get like an alpha, like a whole thing, you know, your pipe, some spare parts, the engine, the whole kit and caboodle for a fraction of what some guys just pay for their engine. Right. You know, so. They're a great deal. I mean, I prove that they can compete with the best in the world, so. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, um, your Dirt Nitro Challenge, how how, how was that this year? Uh, I don't know. I'm a little disappointed in the end result, but in actuality, you know, it, the result's not too bad. I mean, I made all three A mains. You know, even with the little hiccups that I had, I still finished fourth in E-Buggy, sixth in Truggy, and ninth in Pro Buggy. And with just a little bit of other things going my way, those results could have easily been a lot better. So my, for my first major event with Techno, for Techno's first really major event, major push, I think those results are very positive. Hey, uh, Ryan, it's Jim here. Uh, first, can I talk about the track? From seeing the pictures, the track looked beautiful. And as a, and as a guy who has a track in his backyard, that track to me looked like it took months to build. <laughs> it, it was beautiful from the hay bales to the white coping it looked amazing do you want to say anything about the track what uh, Joey Christ- what Joey Christensen did and his dirt crew yeah they do a wonderful job but for that event there's <coughs> different tracks that they build and they they go out there about a month in advance to do all three of them yeah uh, they've got it down to a science I mean they know that kind of piping uh, they know how to wheel the bobcap Bobcat like no other. Uh, they get the hay bales all in there to make it look nice. Get all the sponsor banners up. You know they've got it down to a science what they do. I mean they've been putting that event on for 16 years, so they do a really good job. Uh, my first impressions of the track were actually I wasn't too en- enthused with it. I really felt like it was a, a one-line track and there wouldn't be a lot of good racing on it per se, and that it felt a little bit tight on the infield for eight-scale event. But as the race went on. And we finally got some practice and qualifying underway. You know, the people were getting pretty close on times. There wasn't like a breakaway people. And then in the mains, it proved to have some really good racing. You know, the top two in both the mains were very close races. And there was lots of other close races throughout the field, which made for some exciting action, I think. The, uh, the track stand, was it a factor that it didn't have like a roof on it? Or like during practice during the day with the heat or... At night, it has a cover. It has a cover, so you don't. You're not getting hit by the sun at all during the day. Okay, okay. Because because the one I seen looked like a long wheelchair ramp up to it. Is that your track stand for the event, or was that something else that I saw? No, that's just the wheelchair chair access, okay. and then they have um, a stairs up the back of it as well. Okay, okay. Are you, are you uh, familiar with any of the live RC guys? Yeah, Brandon Rody, for sure. Brandon, uh, yeah, so, and then this is in no way an attack because I love Live RC and everything that they're doing, but they are having a god-awful time keeping the video going. <laughs> like, most, so, most of the time it seems to be just internet connection at these at the tracks we go to. Yeah, like it just, it, I mean, it was, from, from my point of view, I was trying to watch it, and it just got to the point where I was like, yeah, I've had enough, i got to walk away from this because I get so <laughs> frustrated. You know, one second it's in, the next second it's out, I was just... And I just, uh, you know, from from your end, you know, you knew what was going on. So it's just simply just a connectivity issue then to the Internet. This seems to be the... Most of the time, at most events, I think that's what the issue ends up being. 
I mean, even look at the the race itself. Mm-hmm. You know, they had two power outages, mm-hmm. and luckily, I think they were both in between races or right before a race started, so it didn't affect the race. But you know, there's multiple hiccups that can happen. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes that people don't realize, and there's I just know all the equipment that Brandon Rohde has to make all that stuff work. There's just so much stuff. Oh, he, he, they make it as good as they do, I guess I would say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've had a lot of emails. Me and me and Matter and Jim, we're very involved with our local club. Uh, again, we're just club racers, but we we with the, the with a couple other guys do all the setup. We, me and Matt, are the technical guys. You know, we run the, all the laptops and the scoring equipment. So I mean. And I'm a computer guy by trade, so I mean I know how bad things can go <laughs> and how quickly it is. It's just, you know, I, a lot of the comments were, you know, well I paid and this and that, and you know, and it's just, I just kind of want to know, you know, like, th- and that's a good answer if the internet's crapping out and the power won't stay on. It's kind of hard to broadcast <laughs> video. Remember at the Reedy race, it was having problems there, and he put it on those. It put it, he po- he posted in the chat. Do you guys want me to reset it? And everybody's like, "Yes, reset it now." <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know. But I just, uh, you know, because I was, it was eleven o'clock last night our time, because we're Eastern Standard, right? And yeah. That's like four, I was in bed three, four hours. I think that's three hour difference. Uh, where were they? They were in Arizona. Two. Two, two hour difference. Two. Yeah. You know, so I mean, you're trying to watch it, and it's just I was trying to watch those last couple races, and it just, yeah, it was just. I like I said, I just went to bed. I was like, I'm not going to frustrate myself because I, I wanted to watch it, and <laughs> yeah. You know, I would have been kind of cool, but that's that's interesting. We'll have to maybe reach out to Brandon and try and get it on his yeah, good side. Yeah, g- well, no, I, <laughs> nothing against him. I get it. I, I'll pay him year after year for my premium membership. I don't care. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> it, it, it's it's a great service. It really allows guys like us that can't travel and or, or aren't even near some of these races to be able to check in and look at Reedy Race. You know, we're completely across the country from it. And and Ryan. They're using the the live time RC now. Are you for the scoring program? Are you familiar with any of that or not too familiar? But I knew they were using it this weekend. Do you notice a difference between any of the other ones with it? Like from a driver's point of view. Well, I know there was a lot of complaints, at least that I was hearing on the sheets that they're posting the heat sheets okay and be able to read them it's very hard to find your race number because it's in such small font mm. i think the older style where it had a big old number so you actually could find what race number you're right, in was right, a little right. better so they just seem hard to read to me and then i know the problem with practice day i think was due to them not being able to just add a single person to a heat. They actually had to like re-add all the names in if they wanted to change it. Oh, wow. So I think there were some hiccups there that were causing some of the issues with practice day. Well, I know I know. right now we use RC Scoring Pro, and we've been looking at making the change. And, and the, one of the biggest thing is we're running a point series, and changing right in the middle would be kind of difficult to keep the point. We'd have to start manually doing it, you know, and it just, yeah. Yeah, have fun with that. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's interesting, and I see that they're always coming out with updates and things like that, and that's good, though. I mean, it sounds good. I like the way it says people's names. Yeah, no, I'm very surprised at how well it pronounces 95% <laughs> of people's names. Yeah, oh, and there's some, like mine, my last name is Medallia, but it's uh-huh. spelt with a G. So, oh, I'd be interested to hear Medeg- it say Medaglia. <laughs> <laughs> I love when my headset, my Bluetooth headset for my phone says that. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be uh, like one of my coworkers, Richard Bysalian. <laughs> it's like that's not even remotely close to his last name. 
Hey, uh, yeah, Ryan, so go ahead, when when you were at the Dirt Nitro Challenge there, did, did you have any hic hiccups in racing? Yeah, um, in my truck, in the main especially, it just felt like I was, there was a constant slip in the power. I don't know if it was, it felt like I had like clutch bearing oil all throughout my clutch and it was just slipping the entire time. So I didn't have the power that I needed and uh, kind of low to mid range at all. Mm -hmm. so I think that was just hurting me the entire time. I really felt like I had the truck. I think I can win that class, you know, anywhere I go. And so that was really disappointing for that to happen. So I got to do some testing and figure out what was causing that. And then in buggy, I was running pretty good and I jumped the back right triple and I just lost all electrical power. And so my pit guy went out and grabbed my car and brought it back to pit lane and it was running the entire time. And he turned the switch off, turned it back on and I just drove and ran the rest of the race. But I missed two laps because of that. So you didn't have to break out the dice then? Is that the... Yeah, the setup dice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was wondering how long it would be ta take for us to run that one in there. I had to. I want to try those one day just for the, for, for the giggles of it. Having a problem, just grab them, throw them on the ground. Yeah, okay, let's try and change these. Yeah. <laughs> it would be funny to see yeah, what would happen. So, so you said that you don't practice. Now, do you think if you... Be honest now. If, if you would have been practicing for... I don't know, the week beforehand. Like, I, I think you were in Mississippi practicing, or am I wrong with that? I was at in Mississippi about a week and a half prior to that event. Now, if you, if you would have put down more laps, do you think you... I, I mean, a fourth in e-buggy is pretty darn good for a finish. Mm -hmm. But do you think if you would have put in the time, you know? I think, uh, I think the biggest thing for us was that we... Joe Bornhorst had been down in Southern California for about a month. He stayed... Because weather in Ohio right now is not too great. I'm sure you guys are nope. getting similar. So <laughs> they've been testing a lot of new parts. And in the last week or so, they tested the Truggy Towers on the buggies. And it's something that I really didn't get a chance to test. And then we went to Nitro Challenge, and they were pretty high on it. They wanted to really try it. And so that's what we ran the whole time. You know, I'm still not sold if that's the way we're going to go or not, or that's the answer. But, you know, it's something that I had to adjust to right away, and we only got one practice per car. And so I, I just, you know, that's part of the testing. You know, uh, some of our other teammates, you know, there's a large presence of techno there, and a lot of them got some of the new parts to try. Yeah. And some of them were like, they struggled with the new parts. You know, they were very comfortable with the car they had, and they struggled with the new ones. And a lot of times on forums or whatnot, you hear people saying, oh, if only I got the prototype parts, you know, I'd be so much faster. And yet the, the real story is a lot of times they can hinder you just as much as they can help. You know, we're testing it for a reason. It might not be better. It might be, but it might not. And when it's not, you know, sometimes your results aren't as good as they could have been. But that's part of helping to develop the car and making it better for everybody. Like I say practice, I, I don't mean to harp on you, but in January, the January jam in Flowood uh -huh. in uh, Mississippi, I'm just going to throw some stats, some stats here. Four TQs, four wins, total yeah. 14 wins, 17 total podiums <laughs> in 17 classes. Jim, yeah. Jim, you just pulled out a lot of your head. <laughs> like, that's amazing. <laughs> no, anyway. I don't think I TQ'd 
all the classes at January Jam. I think I TQ'd three out of four, and I won three out of four. Nitro Buggy, I got third because I had... Still good, my friend. Still good. Issue. <laughs> but yeah, at that point, of all the races I had attended, which would have been like the Battle of Sickest at the Fear Farm, the January Jam, uh, yeah, Fall Brawl at Myrtle Beach, so a couple decent, good-sized regional races, you know. So I'd entered 17 classes with Techno Vehicles, and I'd won 14 of them, and finished third in the other three. So it was all podiums, and so I was hoping this weekend to keep that streak going, but I got yeah. zero podiums. But Well, coming into the Dirt Nature Challenge, you are ranked 11th. Now, to you, does that mean anything, or do you like being ranked? I think it is cool. I, we need something like that. You know, I don't think it's perfect, but it's the best thing we have right now. Yeah. And after the event, even though... You know, some people that were ahead of me beat me. I jumped ahead of some of them because the way it works is it drops off your result from two years prior at that same event. And two years prior, I had really bad luck and I was in the C main. So for the last two years, I felt like that that result's been holding me down. Yeah. So I think now, after getting rid of that one, you know, I still have a, maybe another one that's holding me down too. And I feel like I can keep moving up on that for sure. But it it does kind of give an extra incentive to do good. You know, you want to keep moving up on that list as well. And sure. it kind of encompasses the entire season. And it's probably the best thing we have to rank everything in the world at the moment. Now, at the Dirt Nitro Challenge, the uh, driver's meeting, was it at 7.30 in the morning? <clears throat> well, I think on one of the mornings it was, yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit too early for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the mains were started at eight, eight a.m. One of the mornings, yeah, and then one of the mornings the qualifiers ended at three a.m. Holy moly! Eh? Yeah, yeah. And that, that's that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. I just is, I is, is that kind of maybe part of the strategy though of, of of making it interesting, like is to. You know, run so far into the night, test, you know, how you, how tired and fatigued you are. <laughs> like, is that, you think that's kind of it, or it just... I felt like that's what the Psycho Nitro's been all about. <laughs> yeah. Attended that race all but one year, and it it runs basically 24 hours. You know, there's mm. like 36 or something straight hours of practice, and oh my God. what I always do is I go back to the hotel at, say, 7 at night, sleep until 2 in the morning, go back to the track, and practice from like three to five or three to six and you know there's only 10 people there so you get nice open track to practice on mm-hmm. where's this at again psycho nitro it's just south oh two hours south of atlanta and unadilla georgia that's drivable guys that's drivable <laughs> there you go. so do you do you kind of have like an arch enemy out there like that one <laughs> driver that you're just like oh man not this guy again probably cody king <laughs> <laughs> Cody King, are you listening to this? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait a minute. Wait, I got so does he Hang just on. does he just kind of like mess with you when you're out there? We got guys like that in our club races that we go to where we're just like, oh, so and so is here, man. You know, no one's getting first place but him. Okay. Is that kind of is that kind of the same deal or is it just uh? No, we just you know when I was with Kyosho, we traveled together. I traveled with him and his his father to all the events. And just since then, you know, we have certain encounters, I guess, on the track or whatnot, and just, I don't know. It, it, it's it, too in, they get too intense on the track sometimes, yeah. and it the, just created a little bit of bad blood, I guess, so it's always nice to be able to beat them. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to I want to try something here, Ryan, real quick. And you can get to your thing okay, in a second, okay. Jim. Okay, Ryan, I want to play a little game with you. Okay. And, and we're not trying to get heat with any drivers, but I'm going to give you a driver's name and you give me the first word that comes to your mind, okay? Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll skip over Cody King because we know how you feel about him. Let's go with uh, Kyle McBride. Uh, fast Aussie. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about Adam Drake? Artist worker. Okay. Uh, Ty Tessman. Um, best program. Uh, Ryan Cavalieri. Weiner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Three more. Uh, Dakota Fend. Uh, probably maybe best raw talent. Okay. Uh, Jared Tebow. Weiner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last one. Ryan Mayfield. <laughs> Weiner. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we got a lot of whiners out there. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, they, thanks for thanks for participating with that. I've 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 wanted to try that with a few people, and just after he said his arch nemesis Cody King so quick, I'm like, oh, I think we can get this one. <laughs> All right. No, we're gonna... you know people. You know, I, for the most part, I think people at the track think I'm told that I'm the most approachable pro out there. But people ask, or, there was somebody in our pits this weekend saying, "Well, everybody likes you, Ryan," and I'm like. No, everybody except the pros, you know, because I got Joe Borner on my team now and all the pros, all the other guys are coming and talking to him all the time. But I'm like, you don't see them coming and talk to me. I don't, I don't know. I just don't get along with anybody, any of the other pros, it seems. But I'm, I have a great rapport with, you know, the general consumers and other people that enjoy the hobby and race. Well, I think that's, yeah, that may, that makes perfect sense. There's nothing wrong with that. Those are the guys you compete with when you go to these races and, at the end of the day, it's the the general public that's really going to be, you know what I mean, the ones that that I think matter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I think that's what's important. Yeah. Do you, uh, Ryan, when you're out there racing and you see a certain car come up behind you and you know <laughs> that person's paint scheme, does it psych you out or at this level that doesn't matter? Or, or at your level that doesn't matter? It doesn't matter. We're just... I feel like I can compete with anybody, really, if my if I'm on. So, if, you know, if they're coming up on me to pass me for something, you know, if I see they're faster, it depends if it's a qualifier, if it's the main. You know, if it's the main and we're battling for position, then you know I'm in a battle. Otherwise, if it's qualifying, you know, you let them go to try to keep your time the fastest as possible and tuck in behind them and see where they're going faster than you at. Now, now, when you're in the main and you're a pro level. And say you're you're a lap down, and you see someone coming up behind you. Do you get right out of the way, or do you do you, are you, are you still battling because it's the main? No, if you're getting lapped in the main, you get out of the way. It's just common courtesy. Okay, so I throw that out there because that happened this uh, weekend at our race we were at. Just wanted wanted to hear what you say. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for saying the right thing. <laughs> you made Jim feel better about himself. Yeah, <laughs> it's like get out of my way, <laughs> move. Anywho, so we ask uh, pretty much everybody we have on the podcast this one particular question, and it kind of goes along the lines of um, uh, obviously we have a lot of people that race with us that tend to listen, and maybe even younger drivers are listening. If you could maybe give somebody who's just starting off 
you know, one tip that you think would do them the best uh, justice? The tip of all tips. Yeah. What What would that tip be? Read my blog. Read, read my blog. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. That's a good one. I like that one. How often yeah. do you do a blog? I got lots of tips on there, so. How how often do you do that? Like, are you like, is it a weekly thing, a daily thing? I recap every race that I go to, um, but the more important thing would probably be I have like a tips section and a video section where I try to post tips and videos on how to, you know, improve your mental game, improve your performance on the track, just improve your practicing. So I always try to add more content to that. Oh. <clears throat> okay, well that, that's 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 excellent. <clears throat> you know, again, Ryan. We do thank you for for talking with us. Of course, um, we're kind of like I said, we're going in this new direction of trying to make the interviews not, I should say, the chats not, a, yeah, not three hours long, <laughs> um, because yeah, I've been getting a lot of heat about that. Oh my god, I tell you, we, we just get carried away. We get talking a lot of times, and and, and yeah, it just turns into to all bad. Right. So actually, I want to ask you one more question. Sure. What what do you use for a bump box? Uh, the Ofna blue druggy box. Okay. That's a question I just was wondering. <laughs> well, you never know. When you end up looking at them online, you don't know what some people use. and and, and Oh, that's interesting. Well, that's awesome. I'm definitely going to be in touch with you because if things go the way I want them to go, there's a, a nitro buggy in my near future. So I'll be definitely going to uh, Let's RC to uh, get a power plant. Awesome, I appreciate that. Yeah. Ryan, I got one question too before we let you go, and this is more uh, on behalf of our club. Uh, we do a big last, uh, in the spring, uh, the last race of our race season. We mm -hmm. call it our, uh, what do we call it, Spring Classic? Yeah, Spring yeah. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> the other one we go to is called the Spring Fling, and yeah. I always I always mess them both up, and that's in St. Ignace, the Spring Fling. Um, would you be interested in, in possibly donating, you know, a shirt, a hat? Anything yeah, like that to us? To that, so. Sorry? I'm always open to that, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we'll uh, either Matt or myself, we'll email you from uh, our club address. We have email addresses with the club. Okay. Yeah. You know, just kind of asking. That'd be great. You know, we'll get you out there and anything uh, you think that would be good to give away as a prize. And if you want to really travel really, really bad, you're more than welcome to come, <laughs> too. But I don't know if you're going to want to fly clear, clear across the country to one, run one class, so... <laughs> Yeah, it has to have at least, you know, four classes to race. Um, okay, fair enough. Well, if you don't mind running in, well, no, it'll be spring then. I was going to say, there's lots of snow. We can make a snow track. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I'm not putting my stuff outside RC in snow. Well, eat scale. Oh, maybe. That'd be fun. Hmm. Gotta think about that. Nitros are fun in the winter. We they, know. They are lots of fun in the winter. It's like minus 45. Doesn't matter if it's Celsius or Fahrenheit around yeah, here, Ryan. It's, it's ridiculous. It's minus cold. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, right, so we'll, we'll ask you for one last little thing that we've asked everybody else for, and it's just, uh, you know, uh, I'm Ryan Lutz, and uh, you're listening to the MBM podcast. If we can do that, we'll cut it out. I'm going to put a big montage together, I think, on our big 10th episode, which is our next one. I'm going to play them all back to back to back to back to back. <laughs> all right, Ryan. And I'm Ryan Lutz, um, here with the NBM Podcast. Awesome. Thanks again very much, Ryan. Again, if you, uh, I don't know, if you want to take an opportunity to actually thank all your sponsors and everything like that, give them a shout-out. Uh, I know we do get uh, quite a few people who listen to the podcast, so if you want to give them a shout-out, of course. Yeah, right on. Uh, I'd like to thank my sponsors, Techno, Alpha Plus, 
AKA Tires, Byron Fuels, Pataba, Tekin, 920 Designs, Misunderstood Graphics, 4C Hobby Supply, RC Hobby of Medina, and LiveRC.com, LutzRC.com. And thank you all for your support. Yeah, for sure. Again, Ryan, thank you very much for taking some time to chat with us. Uh, and uh, anytime you want to talk about something or, you know, if you just uh, literally want to, you know, shoot uh, shoot the proverbial, proverbial I'm not even going to try and say the word, forget it. If you just want to <laughs> talk anytime, just shoot me a message. We'll have you on anytime, buddy. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks right. a lot, Ryan. You have Thanks, yourself Ryan. a great night. Thanks, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, there it is, folks. Another interview. I think we did better this time, guys, right? Did we do better? I think so. I think I just dropped that thing you handed me, by the way. I don't. I think it was whatever. We'll be back after this break, and we'll discuss, I don't know, whatever we'll get into. Okay, we're back from our break. I think everybody's going to be happier. I think we're going to try and get this one in in like, I think, an hour and 40 minutes worth of listening for them. I think that'll make people a little happier, right? Oh, yeah. You know what it was? I think we got a little... It, I think it'll happen even if we have somebody on from TLR that does engineering. You know, obviously, with Jim, with you running TLR and stuff like that, you know, that might be a conversation we all get into a little more. Oh, yeah. And, and it's not saying that uh, we didn't get into the conversation with Ryan as much as other ones. It's just Ryan's a racer, right? And... and there isn't as much, you know what I mean? We can't pick his brain as much as we could an engineer that designed a car. True. You know, that's, I think, why the Tim uh, interview went as long as it did, because me and Mike are a bunch of... Tim who? Yeah. Tunderman. <laughs> okay. Nailed it. So, uh, yeah, you know, that was awesome, Orion, of course, for him to, to chat with us. And anybody who ever needs or wants to ask a pro, he is the pro to ask. Because, like I said, me and him literally just started talking over, just bantering back and forth. You know what I mean? So it was kind of cool. But uh, I guess we're going to cover a few new stuff. New stuff. We're going to cover some new stuff. stuff. We're going to check in to see what uh, Jim's been working on because I know he's been working away at his his little scale oh, yeah. project there. And, uh, Lots you know, of toys. Stuff like that. I really don't have a whole lot new going on um, other than I I don't know. I like eh, – anyway, doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> so, of course, uh, I'm going to want to cover these first because I think this is kind of um, – Kind of funny. Actually, no, I'm going to cover this first is the uh, what happened at the DNC to one of the racers there. Um, Dirt Nitro Challenge? Yeah, the Dirt Nitro Challenge. Yeah, wasn't Tyler that awful? Tyler Vick and his father, Leo, woke up. Oh, yeah. Two windows smashed out of their vehicle and all of the stuff gone. You know what? Well, actually, no, that's not true because they were able to piece stuff together to be able to race. Yeah, but, but mm. all of their stuff that they had that they had brought there to race with yeah, was gone. Was gone. You know, there's, there's thousands of dollars in equipment. There's there's criminals, and then there's people who steal your arch. <laughs> Th- those are the worst. <laughs> I know you're on mute that, but whatever. <laughs> Mark that down <laughs> on your piece of paper. <laughs> oh, you bugger. There's the people that steal R- RC stuff. I mean, those are the lowest of the low, you know? And and pe- people out there had stuff stolen. Boy, I tell you, you get an anger on. Something fierce. Yeah, that was just real. Dude, is your door open or something? No, I. Oh, I just got really cold. 
Well, yeah, because unfortunately my furnace makes a ton of noise. So I have to oh. shut it off, and it, it doesn't help just that it's still minus. What is it outside right now? For for <laughs> people that might want to know, minus cold. Uh, minus twenty seven. It's minus eighteen, <coughs> uh, and then with oh, apparently it feels like minus eighteen. So it's not that mm. bad actually, but it's still cold. <laughs> In comparison to what we had, eighteen. That's short weather, <laughs> almost. But yeah, so when I when I read this, you know, it really it made my heart sink to think that there's people out there that, that would, do would that would do that. And and let's be honest, the fact that they took everything, they knew what they were taking. Mm-hmm. These weren't people that were just breaking into a car to break into a car. They knew that that car had lots of stuff in it. What was it at the hotel? Yeah, I rem- yeah, I think they yeah. And there was no cameras in the the thing. I don't know, maybe. I know it's a pain in the butt, but maybe if anybody takes anything from this, you know, if you're going to one of these events, don't leave all your stuff. Just in bring the your car. stuff in the in the hotel. It might be a huge pain in the butt and inconvenient, but I don't know. I like I said, I just I feel for him. You know, fortunately, he's a sponsored guy. A lot of his stuff will probably get replaced, and it won't be a a huge cost to him. But again, it's it's personal stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you can replace your tools, you can replace your cars, but it's not the same. You know, it's a little different. So yeah, that's pretty crappy. So I wanted to talk about that briefly. Not that that's anything. How about Mr. Uh, we got to give props to Mr. Mayfield. Yeah, for winning the DNC. That guy's on a streak. Reedy race, now DNC. What's next for, for Mayfield is going to be the question. And then, of course, we can't forget to mention Drake. What's he drive, that Mayfield guy? TLR. <laughs> okay, just mm. checking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Drake yeah. was doing pretty good, but then he had a little bit of a bobble there in the one race I was watching. Yeah, you were saying that. Yeah. And uh, it was his, t- his tire fell off. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. And mm. it was just one of those, oh, man, we all know how that feels. So for, <laughs> for those of you, yeah, exactly. We've all lost a wheel at one point or another. It's like uh, the RC went left, the tire went right. Right. <laughs> oh. But uh, I, th- I think he was they did, to prove something there. But his, his, his um, mechanic. Yeah. Got the truck, ran to the pits, put the tire on. Somebody tossed him a tire nut, put it back on. He lost two laps, and at that point, you, you know, yeah, it's a, you're not that making track that kind of huge. Yeah, man. it was massive, like forty, it's just like what forty second laps. Yeah, forty. I mean, yeah. they were just you know, if oh, they were really wow. fast, I think some of the guys were running thirty sevens. Yeah, yeah, I think I saw thirty eights for sure. You know, so it it was huge. Remember when we had our old track out at a Runway Park? Yeah, and people were complaining that it's too big. This track, <laughs> but I think, know, no, I think three you know times the, the size. The old runway park track would have been a blast with eight scale nitro. I know that's oh, my that's only regret is a, not to have the one eighth buggy. I think a lot of people showed up with ten scale stuff at that old track. Yes, right? yes, yeah. and it and was for, way too big for ten scale. It was like, oh my god, I can do donut or not donuts, but I can, I can do races in the lane. Yeah. <laughs> you know, without yeah. even going around <laughs> the track. Yeah. For something that was eight scale, I'm gonna have to pull my truck off after this lap to make sure I'm not overheating it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's a one shame lap. One yeah. Three minutes, twenty five yeah. seconds. Because yeah. <laughs> put it this way, if we had the our one eighth things now, or you guys did back at the time, no, he he, the he was the only one with the nitro eight scale. I had a ten scale nitro. Yeah, and you and run around there with the summit too. It sometimes the summit, yeah, because yeah. I got that. So just picture if we had the one eighths now. Oh god, we, we'd be in love with that track the sand the sand was still a thing that i didn't like but well, we changed it over we look at this partially the dirt nature challenge look at that track there was no sand what do you think that is that the top 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 layer i don't know i think it was like a dirt it dirt was clay, it was like mixture. clay mixture yeah. it was pretty sticky stuff so yeah. at the runway track half was clay we we're waiting to get more cash <laughs> to put on the other side yeah but that's it, a whole different it story. It sucks that that yeah. didn't work out hopefully <sighs> hopefully what we've been discussing uh quietly between the three of us 
uh, will happen for us, and that'll be an awesome place to, to practice. Well, what? Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those situations, again, you know, it, it's a shame, but uh, it it's boils down to finding somebody who's willing to let us use their property, and unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people are going to be allowed to use it. It's no different than, than <coughs> your other deal. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those, unfortunately, it's private. Unless somebody's got property where they're willing to let the club build a track and run a track on, it's just, you got to build your own, bud. It's true. You know, that's all there is to it. It's, it's a shame, but it, it is what it is. Convince the wife to tear up the backyard. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <sighs> Tried that one already. But, yeah, so. Yeah, the DNC was cool, though. I mean, I got to catch a lot of it on Live RC. Yeah, I checked it out. We I tossed it on a monitor at work there while we were working in the back and. Yeah, I can't do that. Just <laughs> listen to it here and there. It's pretty good. <laughs> had had a few of the guys asking me 8,327 questions about everything and anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was great, though. And, uh, again, I just, I mean, I had a, again, I, I nothing to against Live RC. Live RC is pretty much the one site I check like a ritual every Regularly, day. yep. It's Same. just, man, just, if it's the track internet that's causing the problem, then I don't know what the deal is. Well, there was that situation with uh, why they weren't broadcasting Motorama this year. Uh, Motorama, because basically LiveRC said to them, you know, we'll cover it, but you guys got to have the hard line installed because we had way too many issues last year. And uh, Motorama said, nope, we're not doing it. And so they decided not to cover it, which is a shame because, you know, Motorama was another big race going on this weekend. And mm-hmm. uh, that that one is a little bit more obtainable for us than something like the Dirt Nitro Challenge as far as attending. Um, so I think that'd be kind of cool to, to check out in the near future. Uh, there, there's a few of them on our list, I'm sure, what we want to check out, where we want to go. One thing that drives me nuts with Live RC, well, a couple things. <laughs> Why, when you go full screen, can't you, like, okay, I'm a triple monitor computer kind of guy. <laughs> Why can't I have the video pop out and have it here and all the race results, sta- like the standings somewhere yeah, else? Yeah, yeah. And the chat. I agree. Th- to me, I would like <coughs> to, th- and I, I hear what you're saying. Me, I only use the single monitor, but still, I'd like to be able to make the, the race full screen mm-hmm. and then have the chat in an area that maybe is convenient for me and then the standings in another, being able to customize it to yeah, to my yeah. own personal preference. That's what I mean. So yeah. there's an idea for uh, Brandon there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I know I know he kind of has that option where you can eliminate the chat and stuff and stay on the one page, but again... No, no, when it, I click full screen... No, I know. I just wanted to just take the video and go boom, full screen... And then, I don't know. I don't know how you'd do it, but, or, you know, I, I don't know. I, it's, I, it's probably, here we are saying, uh, you know, we'd like this, that, and this. And then he's probably going, yeah, do you know how much work that is? Not happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But, I mean, it, you know, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I really yeah. don't. <laughs> 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 so we'll get into some more new products. Uh, <laughs> I know we're kind of all over. The, we haven't done this portion of the podcast in a while, so it's, it's no, almost like new territory. Because the interviews are four hours long. Yeah. Oops. But uh, so, of course, Jim mentioned these in our in our interview <laughs> with, with Ryan, and I, ha- I had to cover them. Techno RC's prototype setup tool. Yes, the dice. The, the dice. Love it. These are. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what what are the uh, things on? Well, the, the ones that it shows here it says full rebuild. Uh, there you front go. spring rate. I can't really read that one. Decrease. Okay. So, okay, on the one dice it says full rebuild, decrease, and then on another one it says shock angle, piston hole size, front spring rate. 
Um, the other one says front toe, rear toe that I can see, and the other one says front ride height. So you could just imagine what yeah. the other sides of them say. So people, when when your vehicle is <laughs> running like a truck wagon, you don't know what to do. You roll the, the dice, and it, it'll tell you. That would be Full rebuild. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to get a hold of uh, RJ or uh, Edwin. There, we're gonna be having Edwin uh, Hartman. Um, I believe he's a techno team manager. Um, he was local, I think, in the Michigan area. Now he lives out in I want to say Texas or somewhere like that. So I've been talking to him. Um, he thought it was kind of cool to be invited to be on the podcast. And I'm like, are you for real right now? Like, it's kind of cool for us to ask you to be on our podcast. <laughs> now it's kind of cool that you're going to be on it with us. So that's cool. We're also going to be talking to Rick. Um, Seaford? Is it Seaford? Seaford. We'll have to ask him again. The Gone Banana Skins. Gone Racing Banana uh, Racing Skins. We're going to have him on next week because, again, we're doing it back-to-back because of race weekends. Um a little bit of a pain in the butt. We're going to be having him on, and then uh, Edwin, and I think, I'm not sure who else. That might be it. Well, you yeah. think about that, and I'm going to talk about what I'm excited about. What are you excited about? And Michael? I know they already exist, and who cares? Me and you talked about it. Team Associated. All these? Has come out with shock shaft pliers. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's nothing to be excited about here, people, but <laughs> I am excited about those because I hate putting shocks together and uh yeah this will make my life a lot easier now i could probably buy any other company shock they're, they're 20 bucks i looked did you look associated site yeah, i will eventually bucks. get myself they're a pair they're kind of behind the times with coming out with a shock no i know pliers, but so. i just you know you're always sitting there with a pair of needle nose pliers or your or your mm-hmm. um channel locks and you got a piece of shop towel wrapped around it you're squeezing the, the shock shaft you still leave a mark no, you, you still leave a mark or you're you, the thing that the shaft's spinning and it's the, spinning and the, still and, 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 and your <laughs> fingers are bleeding because you're trying to hold <laughs> the end of the, of the shock uh, mount and you're just like oh my god there's got to be a, and then all of a sudden i'm cruising live rc and i'm like oh look team associated came out with Shock shaft pliers. I'm <laughs> buying some. And then all of a sudden it was made to me that these is old news that everybody else has them. But Team Associated. And I was like, oh, way to fail me, Team what Associated. What else you got there, man? we got lots of stuff over here. Uh, D Racing, which uh, we're all pretty uh, big fans of their rims. Uh, just yep. mentioning, you know, DE Racing. you got three guys that really like your rims. Yep. Just saying. Hello. Um, <laughs> So basically, uh, they um, introduced some new um, Speedline Plus wheels for eight-scale trucks and buggies. Um, when they first released uh, them, uh, I guess they were only available in white, and they had the Sherlock design that I guess keeps the foam insert in place. Um, but now they're going to be available in red, yellow, orange, green, pink, and black options. So uh, more colors available, which is always a positive, because I think that's part of why a lot of people like the DE Racing Rim. You mm-hmm. can get them in any color. They're... They're a great rim, you know. They're they're pretty rigid. They're I'd, not. I'd like to see some someone with a pink, orange, red, and a black. Say just the you know. Oh, there you go. I, I, I couldn't there's do an it idea. myself, but you know. There, there's an idea. Make uh make, make packages make that you can packages pick the colors with multi colors. Yeah. yeah, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> you could have every color of the rainbow. I, I'd do it just to just to do it. <clears throat> Another thing that I saw too on uh, Live RC was Associated's come up with new factory team parts. I don't know if you saw that. The factory team B44 aluminum toe plate, three degrees for the B44s. Uh, they say it adds strength and improves corner speed and on power traction. Ooh. Ooh la la. That's up my alley. Yeah. They also are making a factory team aluminum arm mount, f- plus four millimeter CB. I think that's the, the numbers in the book. Yeah. 
It is used for the B5M or the T5M. Their claim to fame is makes the rear pivot four millimeters wider, requiring flipping insert in D plate. Gives more stability. Recommended to use with 91609. Let me see. Huh? I don't know what a 91609 is. It's part number. Hmm. See? Right there. Mm. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, something about pretty. some factory team clamping hex millimeter, five millimeter nuts. Requires HD rear axle. Requires vehicle width. Reduces vehicle width. Hmm. Oh, because oh, they're a little narrower instead of being uh, the. Th- <sighs> interesting. Yeah, the full sizers. And then another thing I saw too. Where the heck did it go here? Oh, a new body. From who? I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> How would you say that? Carber. Shamalama ding dong. Carburant? Carburant. Carburant? Carburant. Carburant. Okay. Carburant Racing comes out with the accelerator body. I kind of like it. You do? <clears throat> One problem here. You just had all bodies done. No, they. Uh, <laughs> They don't let you blow the the thing up. Oh, so they don't let you blow it up. Speaking of that, Mike. Yes, sir. Your bodies that you had done, how did the paint hold up? Not <laughs> bad, actually. <laughs> on your like no chipping. Oh, a little bit. Maybe on the four by four truck. No, that one held up the best, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it was good. It's good. Good, good paint job. Uh, good guy. I wish we had that video. I. Uh, yeah, I, I got no complaints. Who was the uh, painter of those? RC body painting by Mikey. On Facebook. Now, there's an RC body painting by Mike, which I confused with at first because <laughs> it's exactly the same. The only thing that's a difference is the Y on the end of Mike. Yeah. <laughs> so I start messaging dude about this conversation that we had already had previously, and dude's like, huh? Who are you? And I'm like, oh, crap. Wrong Mike. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. <laughs> and I went and talked to the real guy. <laughs> Kind of embarrassing. Thank God it was over Facebook, and yeah. <laughs> I never have to meet the guy again. <laughs> I, I like the look of them, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's nice having them all the same. Um, it is what it is, right? It's on my list. Uh, for next year, I'm going to have some uh, <coughs> all-matched-up bodies. You should do it too, Jim. Looking no, all I'm, pretty. I'm plain. You, Jim, Jim likes his ghost. Jim's got money to spend in other places. Yeah, true, I do. So. And then uh, another new product that just came out, Techno RC's center diff mount. Uh, it's a split center diff mount because I guess it was a one-piece prior. I don't know. I don't know a lot about no. the Techno. So. What's interesting about it is, is look at how that shaft rides through the center of that brace to the left. To the left? Yeah, to your other left. Oh, right left. here? Yeah. Like, okay, so I've seen some center drive shafts get pretty wobbly. <laughs> and I just see... I mean, man, they must machine those shafts perfect. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Like, like, I, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I go look at my B44, and I mean, the the center shaft is not perfect. It wasn't out of the bag, <laughs> and neither is the rear one. And I look at that, and I'm just like, man, if my shaft was in that, <laughs> oh yeah, it'd just be like. <laughs> that's uh, that's one truck I'd love to drive. What's that? Is the Techno four x four short course truck? Yeah, and their buggies too. I'd love to. Behind the wheel, just to try more. Again, I'm still in this position, and I and I've said it. You know, I'm I'm an associated guy. I really am, but um, hopefully, I can hold off and wait for them to actually release the RC (laughs) eight point three. Yeah, 
uh, you know what I mean, and go that option. But part of me is pulled in the techno direction because I'm only looking for eight scale platform. I'm really not worried about my ten scale stuff. I have ten scale stuff. I'm really fond of, mm-hmm. and you know, techno. It's a pretty sturdy platform from anybody I've talked to that runs them or that's had them has been happy with them. So it's it's kind of hard to 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 not uh, to not want to go that direction. You I know guess what I, mean? I I think they're just they're not as popular in North America as other places. Yeah. You know, it seems to be in North America. It's a it's a TLR low uh, a TLR associated. Kyosho, Kyosho, not so much Durango, like you know what I mean, but like you just you see a lot of TLR and a lot of associated in our area, you know, and for sure, yeah, I just yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll, like I said, we'll see. <coughs> I'm not building right now, you know. I don't think uh, if I do do a project, it'll probably be May, June. Uh, you know what I mean? Maybe try and swing it into part of my as my birthday gift for my wife. You know, <laughs> you can get me this. Obviously, MKS will be my servos of choice. Uh, Alpha Plus engines, for sure. If I go nitro, that's what it will be for me. Of course, Techno comes out with more stuff, of course. New tools. They're actually pretty nice looking. I like them. A little stubby, uh, full handle, but with a little stubby deal, like for your socket. Yeah, I like the color. Yeah. Hmm. So they're, they're pretty nice. Of it. They're, they're, they're really nice, actually. I shouldn't say even... I uh, wonder what the price point is. I have no idea. I didn't look. Are they sold as the whole uh, bunch uh, or separate? Well, it says the new line will begin with these eight items. Drivers from 5 millimeter, 5.5, five, five 7, 8, uh, 1.5, 2, 2.5. Um, wow, I really like that. They are they are really nice. I don't know if they're going to come as a whole kit or if they're just going to be individual or what, but uh, if you're in the market for tools, check them out. Why not, right? Look at all your options before you buy. Um that's pretty much all I had for new products. Uh, yeah. I hate when I do that every time. Uh, e, uh, uh, <laughs> ooh, uh. I'm an idiot over here. But yeah, uh, it's kind of been interesting. You know, we've been on this whole journey. I've I've started, uh, like for those that don't know, uh, I've started co-hosting a podcast with Tim Smith, for, uh, Tim Smith Racing, um, doing stuff with him. So that's kind of cool, getting my little bit. I wanted to do this podcast more often and wasn't such an easy thing to do so i'm doing the uh the the tsr speed shop podcast with tim smith racing um so if you haven't checked him out go ahead and check him out he's a pretty cool guy wealth of information you know uh did a lot of different kind of racing uh, oval racing touring car speed runs now he's really into the crawler stuff so you know uh, i know jim is working on a scale crawler. How's that been going, buddy? Uh, today I paid for my skins from Crawler Concepts. Mm-hmm. They look beautiful. She went to Trail Gear and actually got the, um, I forget what the technical term is for it, but basically she got their skins off their real rock crawler buggy and uh, she adapted to my setup. And I'm telling you, they look perfect. And I changed my number to uh, 007. Instead of zero one seven, double oh seven, double oh seven, yeah, Buchanan, <laughs> James Buchanan. Buchanan. Anyway, uh, but uh, no, I, I got lots of new stuff here. My, I'm sad to say, but my Kyosho short course truck, I uh, sold it to Maverick. I couldn't get it dialed in like I could my Losies. Right. And I tried. I really tried to get it to work just like the Losi, and it couldn't be done. Couldn't. I, I copied Maverick's setup, who runs these things, and he's got his on, on rails. Yeah. 
So I'm like, well, why can't I? So I copied it totally. Same pistons, oils, ride height. Just couldn't get it to work like my low C works. And it, and this past weekend, my, my low C was on rails. A lot of people commented about it. Right. Yeah, so, it was. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. And and I was babying it, too, around the corners. And people were saying, oh, you're so fast in the <laughs> corners. And like, well, I could it really wasn't a fast track. Like, it's. No, it was very technical. I had to turn sharp. My truck turned sharp. And the Kyosho turned sharp, too. It's just I couldn't get the ride height. It would tip in the corners. Where the, where the low C wouldn't yeah. ever yeah. traction roll, as they say. But yeah, we got lots of projects uh, going on. Got the grave digger. That's happening now. Pretty soon, yeah. Yeah. Once I I uh, get the skins in, then it's grave digger time. Then uh, at the end of our racing, it's uh, the Herbie the Love Bug. Gonna get that going. What are you gonna do with that? Are you gonna do the like short course? I'm gonna do the truck? short course. Truck fits in there perfectly width wise. I just have to extend the wheelbase, so I have another chassis, and I'm just gonna basically uh, two old chassis. I'm gonna take the old one off and not use the, the new one. Basically, bolt it together and stretch it out, and it'll fit perfect in mid motor yeah. configuration. Are you planning on racing it, or is it just more for? It's gonna be a full out street. It's gonna be lowered. You should uh, maybe try and look at uh, having like a carbon fiber chassis made to the exact length you need. Maybe maybe in the future, but right now I'm just gonna hillbilly mod it. Mm. But it's gonna look we sweet. Could, we could take a piece of uh, three quarter inch plywood. <laughs> oh no, it's not. Gonna be like <laughs> and we can plywood. just mount all your electronics and stuff to. Hey, why? Man, why not? No, no, no. It's gonna <laughs> use the low C chassis, <laughs> but it's gonna have a full light kit from uh, uh, Hey OK uh, Lights. Yeah. Or electronics, I should say. And I'm going to get a license plate for the back, certain size. We should take some pictures so we can post them yeah, before so and after. We're going to have to start doing that. Yeah, the other yeah thing, we should. The other thing I want to start trying to do is uh, a Google Air Hangout while we're recording, uh, just for people that want to maybe check it out while we're recording. Yeah. And i got to watch that I don't pick my nose. Well, we all oh. got to watch that we don't do really awkward things that we normally do that people can't see anyway. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that sounds like such a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jim doesn't like it either. So I, lo- I, I love Jim, though, with, with the fact that he always wants to be working on something. You know, like he's always got... Uh, well, it's usually after the kids go to bed, eh? it's uh, yeah. tinker time. Tinker time. As my daughter calls me, I'm, I'm a tinker. Yeah. Tinker Bell. That's okay. Cause it's a girl. Saying <laughs> that, <so. laughs> she loves you. Yeah. Unconditionally. I'm hoping to, to uh, start my own uh, tube chassis project here in the near future. Uh, I don't know where I want to go with it yet, but you're you're, you're going to go two point two with it. Yeah, I'm thinking. I think I've decided it's definitely going to be a two point two build, and it's probably going to be based off of uh, like a, a a wraith skid and axles kind of situation. So the one the one complaint I have about two point two is like if you look at my uh, my Yeti, mm-hmm. those tires are like the Yeti could be like say an inch longer, an inch higher. You know what I mean? Compared to the tires, the tires are, yeah, just not in scale of. Now, if you, when you put, like, say, a one point nine on like my rock crawler, yeah, it all looks right. And then when you put it on rocks, or on a mountain, it looks to scale to everything. Yeah, you put a two point two, it's a little off. But if if you like the two point two tire, I mean, they, well, they it's roll it, over anything. Right? It, it's you know, I got the SCX ten. That's kind of my one point nine situation so i want to get something that's got two twos mm-hmm. um maybe build it more towards like the rock racer kind of situation like a, a full-blown uh 
You know what I mean? Yeah, King Ka- of Hammers type. Yeah, U4 yeah. Thing. Yeah. The, yeah, that kind of well, a that's, deal. That's the way people are going now with with that is is the is the all around vehicle. Yeah. They don't want a rock crawler. They want something fast. So you're looking at you just got to go watch uh, King King of Hammers and see who came first, second, <laughs> and third. And basically, that's the second. I think was uh, uh, Campbell. First was God. I want to say uh, Slauson. And the reason why he came first is because when he came into the pits, uh, Campbell was uh, leading by a ton. He came in the pits and he roosted the Campbells, which at the time he was taking out the oil pan, changing the oil. So here all this sand got into the oil pan. Oh, nice. So basically you had to like clean it out. And you can imagine cleaning it out in the desert with no running water. (laughs) And you can't just put it back in with all that sand in there because you're talking a lot of money that can get wrecked for one lap but you might not even make it yeah so that's why so there was some controversy there he should have been penalized but when they look back at the tapes every time he came in to whip it around to his pits he roosted but this time he got a little closer the camel and when he came around it looked like he deliberately poured on the fuel the, the go button and the dirt right into his pits i mean right into the cab of the vehicle not needed to, need to say the Campbell boys. Well. The Campbell boys are, are big dudes from Phoenix, Arizona. They were not happy. It was like a NASCAR fight was going to break out. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So if you want a rock crawler, that's pretty much where the world's going to. Oh, well, I think that's yeah. That's definitely. And again, I think for for us in the you know uniqueness of where we are. Yeah. In. Canada we got rocks we got well and that's the thing we got so much and I I really think if 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 more people see them they'll want one yeah definitely definitely yeah Yeah. you know what I mean and it's not it's not it's really not a setup based race you know this this rock racing stuff isn't about your setup anymore it's really not like okay it might be a little bit of you know what you're running shock wise so you can get over the obstacles and stuff like that and you're not bouncing around or that really it's who's got the bulletproof stuff that can take the hammering Oh, there's, there's lots. Like, I've been, just in the short period of time, I've been looking into it a little bit more. There's a couple of places that uh, make these boom-proof um, trannies that pretty yeah. much are, like, explode-free. Super um, shafty, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, the, so those, um, you know, obviously MIP. Um, Gravedigger's going to have one of them super shafties. Yeah, yeah. Two, 200 bones, though, for that. Yeah, thing. they're not cheap, but again, they're. But you can get them in, in Gravedigger dig, grave Green. <laughs> Got to have it. So I, I think that'll be cool. I think, uh, I know Mike was. You know, kind of poking around, looking at a wreath, I think, or something like that at one point. Yeah, I so. mean, it was just a thought. <laughs> I don't know. I <coughs> I can see the rock crawling thing being more popular than the off-road racing. Simply because, like you just said, right? Like, you're not sitting there dealing with setups and tires and what's better and that and... A lot of it's going to come down to driver skill, right? Who yeah. Can, yeah. Who can find the best line yeah. to get over that obstacle rather than uh, who can hold the th- trigger the longest and True. pray to God they don't slap <laughs> smack <laughs> into a wall. And where we are at Hiawatha, I mean, we have a awesome course that we found around the waterfall there. Yeah. But the thing is, you just can't stand on a track stand and... Well, but that that's a different... follow it. That's you know? a different style for yeah. us in that area, right? But again, you I know... Mean, <laughs> I think we could find somewhere that would let us build a track. 
that's yeah. kind of like that. You I know mean, what I mean? Yeah, the reality is, is finding boulders in our area is pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't need to call up 1-800-I-need-a-big-rock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and have things no. shipped. Like, it just... <laughs> yeah. you know, you but what, what I'm getting at though is that Hiawatha has everything from water, sand to rock. Oh no, to, it, it's to the, recreate it's the natural that. environment, yeah, 100. The natural environment, yeah. And I mean, the reality, if you went out there with pylons and uh, what you call it, yeah, um, like police tape, I'm going to call it. It's not police tape. But <laughs> yeah, you know no, what I, I mean. know what you mean. But to run a race <laughs> like what I'm thinking of, you got to be pretty much athletic yourself to run behind the vehicle. We could do something like that. No, you know yeah, what I mean? No, like I know. Yeah. It's, it's not just the car. It's the driver, too. That's more of like an axial fest kind of idea. Axial fest, yeah. yeah. You follow your vehicle around, yeah. and then basically, you know, who came first? Well, you take a guy who runs every day, or you take a guy who eats burgers every day, you know? Yeah, but you got to be okay, able to. I might that, have a that was wrong, though. That was wrong in what you said, because you take a guy that runs every day, and you point it at Mike, and then <laughs> the guy that eats hamburger <laughs> looked at yourself. Mike doesn't run every day. Oh, look at him, man. He might <laughs> like run to the buffet line. <laughs> He's ready to pounce. <laughs> I'm no better. I'm running to the buffet line between the three of us. I think Big Boy cringes when we walk in there. No, but, but the rock racing, there's two different ways of it. Yeah. We could stand on a track stand, have a course built like they do at the uh, that racetrack in California there. The XRCO? Yeah. Yeah. The old, yeah, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Or we could do what we do, run behind a vehicle, and we're going up a mountain. Well, but that's what I mean. I think if we do the Hiawatha situation and we get a few more people that are interested in it, a few more people that are interested in it, and then once we have a group of guys that might be interested in trying to find somewhere to build the track and do the other style, yeah, you know what I mean? Little by little by little. K-O-H, King of Hiawatha. Yeah, there you go. Throw that out Look there. at this guy over here. All the big planning. <laughs> all the big planning. No, it'd be cool. Check that it out, w- bro. It would be. And, and uh, yeah, they shared mine too. That's that's all. Gotta love, gotta love the the... Getting pulled over, coming back from the fathead selfie pic. Yeah, the fathead <laughs> selfie pic. I thought I took one of the like the cop car in my rearview mirror, like in the side mirror, but didn't. Apparently, didn't take it. <laughs> Sorry, ADHD. If your Wi-Fi was working, I'd be on the internet too. But apparently, that's too I much. Dude, to too many. Th- yeah, I don't know what it is. It does that every once in a while, and send your wife a text message. She wouldn't read it. Good luck with that. But yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So any plans yet, Mike? How do you like your 443? It's cool. It is what it is. No, it's great. What am I talking about? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just another 10 scale RC that just another. Come on. If you put really? a, if you put a if you put a person that was more consistent behind it, getting frustrated with the consistency thing. Get, actually, no, I'm more frustrated with the fact that I don't have a place to go and practice. Cuz that's what I'd really like to be able to do is just Oh man, I could just go do 347 laps like other people. Like other people get to, don't want to mention any names, people that go to CD Hobbies all the time. And you know, it's just <laughs> like do I want to drive two and a half hours to do 350 laps? Well, if you do drive that, you have to do that pretty much. Like, you know, <laughs> it's and that's just practice and and it is a different environment. It's clay, it's not carpet, which I mean, doesn't matter. You're still going to For me, honestly, I think it, it's it's a matter of wheel time. And it's coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can. F- I. I. This weekend was another pure case of just. I put the put the trigger to the to the plastic. We'll say in this case, and man, I was able to. Well, like, m- what I'm finding is it takes me the first two and a half minutes to get into the race. Yeah. I get into my groove and then I pick up the pace. The problem is, is then the race is over, right? Like, yeah. it's such a. 
you know, so now what I'm really trying to concentrate on is is getting that going faster. When you, when you hop up on the tracks down there and you're doing your laps before the race starts, that's when you should be focused and yeah the, you know you know what the problem with that is and 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 and, and i don't want anybody out there that listens to this to take it the wrong way but there's people out there sometimes driving like a bunch of dummies not yep. quite into the let's get warmed up in racing mm-hmm. you know and again i shouldn't even have said what i just said i, I gotta take that back because no one's no one's a dummy it's just I, I i'm so afraid to wreck my rig before the racing begins. before the racing even starts you know, and so I'm I'm hesitant in that aspect of things too. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm out there. I'm warming up my tires, trying to get them hot so they're glued to the track. <laughs> and and that's part of it. You know, part of it's is 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 I'm not gonna say it's a fear, but I don't want to smash up my rigs just to get faster. Yeah. And did you uh, take off your T-bone bumpers yet? No, 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 no. That Are was you going to? I or? think I'm going to. Yes. Just because the ride height, you couldn't, when it would compress. I was just catching the ground like crazy. And it would slide over. Yeah, yeah. A lot of guys are commenting on that. It just, they were like, it doesn't make any sense. You know, they they look at my buggy, like my B5M, they look at your B5M, and it's like, y- you're running more more Three ride low. height than I am, and you're bottoming out everywhere, and I'm not, and we're running the exact same setup. Yeah. Exact same. Other than the spacers in the rear years, you have the two millimeter ones, and I put the one millimeter. But that ain't gonna make a difference. No, not that, that. not that big of a difference. The front bumper does it shoot down, and then the ch- there's space in between the chassis and the bumper, or is it right tight? It's right tight, it's right but, tight, it's, tight it's, but it's still about like I'd mm. say an eighth of an inch. There's a lot of. Pl- I I honestly think a lot of it is because there's so much a bumper there to see. It's giving those guys the opportunity to see it. Yeah. When you have the little stock bumper that's like basically a fingernail, yeah, you you don't have something to look at to, to see it, because I'm sure his is doing the same thing. It, I'm sure the front end's hitting the carpet. Well, T-bone it's b- just T-bone bumpers like training wheels, right? So you you're doing your thousand laps there, yeah, and you you're getting better, you're getting better. Is it time to take off the training wheels yet? You figure? Well, are you still running yours or no? I'm still running mine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a security thing, right? Well, and that's but that's I, I cut mine because mine was shooting down, and there's a gap between the bumper yeah, and see, the chassis. Yeah, I don't have that. So I cut mine right off, so it's right tight now with the bottom. I I think I might leave the back ones on. So you get rear-ended. Well, that tends to be a lot of the times what happens. Yeah. And I I, I think that <laughs> I've never worried I, about I, it. I, I keep the front <laughs> on before I took take the back off. Yeah, it's the, the front that's the problem. Yeah. I, I you know, know what, if I, you're ready I, for I, take them I'm off, I'm going to take, take them, them off. off and and see what happens. Maybe well, just uh, take them off, try them Saturday, and see if you notice any kind of a real difference. It, 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 it's all the original screws, so all it is is bing, 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 and they're out. Mm-hmm. You know, six screws, and those bumpers are out. And I think I left the stock ones on. We raced this Sunday? Yep. Yes, sir. Wow, it's coming fast. I know. So... Uh, I think this weekend, uh, just on a side note, me and you are on our own for setup too. Oh, really? Yeah, Jarrett and Gary are doing something. Oh, with I something. think you had said that before. They weren't going to be at this. One. That's not a big deal. I don't have any. I don't have anything like uh, last month, so we're good. We can manage it. Yeah. Oh, I just uh, we'll just hammer the, it out like we normally yeah, do. The practice time. That's all. That's nice. Well, hey, is it, you know what? We got a plan. We got a way to do it. I'll start running wire and yeah, that's all and speaker stuff and. We'll get her through. We'll get her through. But, uh, but yeah, for me, I just, 
I'm just trying to work on consistency. Yeah. Thinking about it all the time. That's the thing, right? Like now I'm like, okay, I got to get out of that B main in the two wheel drive buggy. You know what I mean? Like I'm getting there. I'm getting better. Like I'm, I was always the last person in that and I'm <laughs> moving my way up it. And you know, just, I mean, I just, un- sometimes it's marshalling that, that frustrates me. I think that's the other thing too that I get frustrated up there really well, easy. And by you know, certain and, and and yeah, and I noticed. And well, you you heard me a few times. I hear you get all excited and be like, one corner at a time, one corner at a time. It just frustrates me yeah. so bad. Yeah, and and at this last race, I actually really <laughs> reflected at it because I was, you know, I was complaining. Oh, you know, it doesn't help when it takes four seconds to get flipped over. And then in the back of my head, it's like, well, if I wouldn't have flipped over to begin with. That and that's the key, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 that's what fu- like. Uh, I was having such a hard time coming down that tabletop because I was trying to come down the tabletop, but I wanted to hit that corner and I was coming down with my tires turned and rolling every single time. There was like four or five laps. Yeah. The car's got to be on the ground. I, I did came it down and I had the tires turned and it rolled and I was like, for Pete's sakes, Mike, just stop turning the tires in nice the air. Nice catch. I seen that. I seen, you know, the, I seen uh, the, the, the F coming oh yeah. from your lips. <laughs> you know, and it's just, and, and you say it to yourself, but you're, you're, you're in that race. You're trying to push it. You're trying to, and that, that's where I got caught and uh, it just comes with experience. Yeah. You'll get better. <laughs> you know. it, 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 yeah, it's it's all, it, it'll all come together little by little by little once I you get a little more comfortable. You know, it's funny you mentioned the whole, uh, you know, it takes you a few minutes to settle in to really get running. And that really, I did that to myself twice at, at this last week's race in, in two of the races. And I said to myself, what are you doing? You are not practicing right now. You're not just running laps. You are in your time to make things happen yeah and that's that's in the buggy there where i really the four-wheel drive buggy right in the last like minute and a half two minutes of it i really started turning it on and really giving up the giving it a go and you know you come off the tracks at the driver's stand you go what are you doing Mm. silly boy what (laughs) are you doing like you wasted three and a half minutes before you said oh maybe i should start driving the heck out of this thing again you know like uh well sometimes it doesn't come right away you know that feeling Get rid of the jitters, maybe. Yeah, I, that's that's what it is. I get up there and I'm like, "Hey, you need to not destroy this vehicle." <laughs> you know, I got to stop having that conversation in my head, right? I need to have the conversation of, "You're gonna get on that driver's stand, checkers and, are wreckers, checkers are wreckers." And you're just <laughs> no, not even that. It just <laughs> you're gonna beat everybody. Like you, just, you know what I mean? I, I think it's that thought process of 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 what you're doing as you get ready. I really think for us, that's a big thing. Yeah. Is what is the preparation? Don't go on that stand saying, "Okay, I got to keep this together because I can't crash." <laughs> That's I think the wrong incentive to your own, your own battle in your head, right? Yeah, it's yeah. got to be no. I'm going to go up there and I am going to run eight second laps, you know, when no one there could possibly do that. But it's interesting because what were the laps? Eleven? I don't think anybody broke eleven seconds, did they? Yeah, there was a couple of ten. tens. No, what what this is what's interesting. You look at our track and you look at that track. We're hitting twelve second laps, but we're so much like I just. I guess you're carrying a lot more speed. Well, that's it. Our track is way faster because there's more room. You know what I'm saying? Like I just I kind of had that epiphany too. I was like, okay, wait a minute. We're running twelve second laps here, and we run twelve second laps at home, but we're at least fifty percent bigger. Well, it's just like, it's it's that there's more room, there's more places yeah. to open it up, and that was another comment that was, you know, kind of a general consensus after everybody ran a, a few practice laps was, 
there's nowhere out there to really open it up. Like, not if you're, you know what I mean? If, if maybe if you were running like a, uh, you know, maybe a, a smaller motor or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. like a, a, you know, a 12 turn or 10 and a half, you might have a little bit more ability to squeeze on the trigger. But if you're running a six and a half and yeah, I've said it before, I run a six and a half in my four wheel drive buggy. Why? Because I'd rather have more motor than not enough motor. And with the six and a half anywhere where we're going, it's plenty of motor for anywhere we go. So, but it was just normally on our track and even Casey's a few times, there's been places where you've had the ability to really give her a good squeeze. And well, when, when, when he runs a straight stretch down the middle or something, like mm. he did kind of that one where he, when he had the over, yeah. over under, yeah, you could really kind of get a blast like that. Right. But yeah. like a track that was set up here, I mean, what was your longest stretch? Maybe 20 feet. Not even. Here? We're, no, at Casey's oh, this Casey's. weekend. Like I think the it lo- was that stretch literally as you came around over the start finish line. That was that was the longest spot to really rip it. Other than that, is it was over the tabletop. If you jump mm-hmm. the tabletop just right, landed on the downslide, you can rip her right to that corner. But again, that was just that was hairy because if you, even if you clipped one of the little corner pylon deals, it uh, you know just that little bit unsettles yeah, you enough. Yeah. I mean. I, <laughs> I guess the other part of the problem is we didn't do anything gearing wise, right? I mean, maybe if we geared up a little bit, yeah, slowed the trucks down in the sense of being able to get that trigger pulled further back, maybe that that was kind of the might it might because I know f- I know for me I never hit the back of the controller. Depends. I mean, you did, you could. It depends on what I'm doing. But <laughs> I well, but I, I when my four wheel drive buggy never. I don't think I went more than half. Oh no, there's no way. There was no way you would have. Yeah, you, I mean, you would have just have been barreling through everything if you were pulling your trigger too far on that. And I think that's a, a disadvantage because when you can't get the trigger back, you're not letting that motor spin up. Yeah, yeah. You when, know what I when, mean? Well, I guess when you have it geared for the right... When you have it geared right, you got enough... Y- the RPMs, the power bands there... Yeah. You know, and when you're at those low RPMs, there's definitely a different feeling than when you're in that mid area. And I think that's kind of like, I, I remember kind of reading that. Like, that's what you want to be. You want to be, you don't want to be at 30,000 RPM, but you don't want to be at mm-hmm. 10 RPM. You know what I mean? Where do, Where's the, how do you get to the middle? I don't know. Anyways, we're <laughs> rambling on here, I think. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's my rant. Oh, we're just, we're just talking like we normally do. That's all. But yeah, so I need to put my winter jacket on. Yeah, it's getting a little chilly. It in my is. House. It's, it, I know. It, it, Jim's the only one that wore a go, sweater. Go crank the heat up for a bit, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I think we basically covered anything. Jim, you got anything else? I'm good. No, nope. Mike. No, I just uh, shout out uh, to everybody out there listening. And yeah, of course. That's that's one big thing. We want to thank everybody for the support. Um, you know, so far the MBM podcast has given away um, what is it? Three prizes now. Uh, fir- first prize went to um, Trevor Price. He got a set wings. of the Upgrade RC wings for 10 scale. Um, the second prize was our referral prize. Tires. Uh, tires, yeah, donated to us from uh, Tyler Carter. So thank you, Tyler, for donating those tires to us to give away. Those went to John Barrett. Um, and then the third prize, which we just gave away for getting over 200 likes, uh, went to uh, Chris Appleton, which was a signed uh, Lutz RC uh, shirt. Beautiful. Thanks to Ryan Lutz for signing that and and making that happen so and that's funny enough you know chris um he, he's from milton ontario canada he races a lot at rc clubhouse 
they make yeah, the drive. Yeah, he goes down there. Yeah, right? it's about a four-hour drive or so for them. They go down there a lot, so uh, that'll be kind of cool to get down there and, and yeah. I'm you know. Pr- I'm pretty excited about the whole Sudbury thing, too. Sudbury's about, what, three and a half hours, about three, three and hours and a half, on a good four, day? Well, we'll say, well, no, we'll say four hours. Depends on who's driving. If you're driving to the law, three and a half if you're pushing it, and three if you're just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty excited. I mean, uh, I think they're on the cusp of it. It sounds like from yeah. the conversation just on Facebook, they're they're pretty gun ho. They're just trying to find some carpet if they can use it for a good price. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then uh, again, check. Uh, the, there's not a whole lot. I think there's a. They got a. Uh, what's their uh, on Facebook fan page? Yeah. Well, Matt looks that up. You know, big uh, shout out again to Casey uh, Hobbies and Raceway. Uh, that's where we were racing this weekend. Yep. Uh, you get him on Facebook. Uh, it's Greater Sudbury RC on Facebook. Yeah, Greater. I think it's a private group. Yeah, it's a group. So yeah, I think you'll probably have to be in. Uh, so I, I, once request you're in, to join. Well, no, once you're in, me and you are in. We can invite people to it. Yeah. So if you are interested, you're in this. You know, Sault Ste. Marie, Sudbury, Barrie, wherever, wherever. You know, close. I mean, I, I don't think they want people from Japan in there. Oh, well, hey. But uh, uh, and even uh, the guys from Northern RC out in Barrie. Barrie, yeah. Um, those guys. Uh, I've been uh, checking out the podcast stuff like that. So shout out to those guys. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's kind of amazing how far this podcast has went and how many people really listen to it. So, you know, we really want to make sure people know that, that we do appreciate the support. You know, without the support, yeah. we'd still be doing it, but I don't think we'd be... Um, Not as excited about it. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of cool because every time we put out one of these, we get a little bit more feedback, a little <laughs> bit more feedback, you know, so it's kind of nifty. Our, our local club, the Sioux RC Car Club. Yeah, racing. Raisin, that's this weekend. Sunday, May 1st. Or no, yep, not March. me. March. 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 I wish it was May. Actually, May 1st would be bad. I wouldn't have went to Vegas if it was mm. May 1st. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else, Jim? Well, who, do you got? who do you got on there? There's all the RC10 B5 Nation guys. Yeah, I, I always share stuff on the RC10 B5, RC Racers in Michigan, Michigan um, AE Wheelers. Yeah, there's another um, one too now too that I've come across. I just uh, tire car. Yeah, there's that one, and I think there's some another Michigan one too. You know all those guys RC that Michigan are out there. Michigan sh- RC. Yeah, you know if you can share the podcast, uh, yep. live link there, sh- promote the page. Uh, you know the more we grow, I think the more we can do. Yeah, for sure. The same with our club. You know, I, again, we're we're very tight knitted with uh, the local club. Yep. Uh, not so much podcast related, but personally, personally, yeah. You yeah. know, uh, if you're able to cross the border and you want to get some carpet racing in, man, get a hold of us. We'll we'll you know get you directions. We can help you out with a place to stay. You know, hotel not, not at our house, but just don't have the space for me, anyways. Yeah, neither do I. You know, but <laughs> we, you know, we 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 I you know we can see if we can get them a deal on a hotel or, or something. something. Try and help somebody. We know, out. We know people for sure. You for know? sure. Yeah. Uh, our spring, our second annual spring classic, classic coming up May. May that's gonna be awesome. First, no, no, it's May third. Third, May second is set up. Should be set up hopefully and ready to go by four o'clock. Yeah, uh, four hours of practice there from four to eight. If not sooner, yeah. it'll all depend. If we, I would love if we can get in there by <laughs> noon and be set up by two thirty-three. Yeah, I'll make sure we're done by then. Yeah, yeah, and then At have two o'clock. Have a couple, a good couple of hours of practice, practice. time. Yeah, and just, uh, again, a big shout-out, I guess, for uh, MKS. Yeah, absolutely, MKS for sure. Yeah. Make sure you check them out on Facebook. There's a bunch of different pages for MKS. Uh, there's MKS Racing, MKSServosUSA.com. 
Um, there's yeah. a whole whack of them, and I suggest you do it from a like a a, a computer. Yeah, we're not going to get into the beef I have with the Android app. Facebook. Oh, it is ridiculous. There's, so oh. now I po- I make my post, then I hit on the computer, and I edit my post and add all the stuff to it. Why don't you just do it on the computer? Because I want to put the pictures off my phone instead of having to do the rigmarole of putting them on Dropbox yeah. and this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, TLR, TLR, Jim's a big TLR fan. Let's, let's give a shout-out to the TLR group. Yes. Man. We'll have to, uh, we're going to be making a change to the schedule as far as how we record, so I'm not booking any um, interviews after March. Uh, I think we're going to take April move to a different night to do these um a little more convenient for all of us and then that way we're not having to worry about work in the morning for the most part that kind of stuff i think it'll be easier to get we gotta get somebody from tlr on. well that's what i mean so you know we will be having somebody from tlr we'll be having axial um you know i've talked a little bit again with tim smith uh about just sitting in with us you know that guy has so much information he's willing to talk and he ain't gonna pull any punches you know you think it was funny to do the word association game with ryan lutz (laughs) do it with tim smith i bet you it's gonna be (laughs) real entertaining so uh yeah yeah i'll just uh i guess i'll just um yeah, so ch- you know, obviously like us on Facebook, MBM Podcast. Uh, shoot us an email if you want, mbmpodcast at gmail.com. Um, pretty much any time a question will come through on the page, I normally try and answer it ASAP. Uh, check out, of course, TSR Speed Shop Podcast as well. Uh, both us, uh, MBM, and him are on iTunes, so you can find us on iTunes. Um, on Androids, you can get apps. I think, uh, what's the app here that I use? You don't even need an app. Well, no, you don't, but... Um, I found figured it out how you do it on the phone, but yeah. Well, I use uh, where is it here? Where the heck did it go? Right it's here. Not the friendly. I use friendly. Podcast Addict on my Android device, and you can set it up to save them to an external SD card. And let's be quite honest: if I can figure out how to do it, anybody <laughs> should be able to figure out how to do it. Um, I use it, and you can just plug in if you if you they don't have like iTunes, you can plug in the RSS feed address, and it'll get them that way. Um, and it will ser- search the iTunes database as well yeah. from that app. So yeah. that's one to check out on, on an Android device. So uh, I think that's it, right? Right. All right, boys. Well, we'll be back next week. That's going to be a short turnaround again. Hopefully we can get this uh, space back out after that one. But thanks for all the support, guys. And uh, I guess, uh, yeah. Good night. Have yourself a great night. See you. Great weekend. Good luck in any racing you guys are doing or whatever that case is. Later.